Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win! They win! Don't you open your mouth about the best. Or you're going to send it for you real quick. L-O-B. Listen, we're talking about practice. Not a game. Not a game. Not a game. We're talking about practice. Lewis gets it to LeBron for three for the win. Yes! LeBron James has the mindset when you stepped in the batter's box go yard i mean i'm a pitcher why not play as hard as i can i got nothing to lose it's nothing to bit man above don't put you in situations that you can't handle instead of saying why me they're saying this is what he want me to do and uh cleveland this is for you the way we approach the game is the same way we approach life you do the right thing you make the right play make the right play and in life is the same thing what do you feel in your heart is the right thing to do? And you do that. You know, it seems so simple, but sometimes the simplest things are the hardest things to do. And um, uh, I think it's just that. Welcome to what? The game. Me. To me. What's good? What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of What the Game Means to Me. I'm one half of the pod, obviously, Jelani Brown. Got my co-host with me again today. How you doing, Thad? Pretty good, man. Excited for the start of the regular season. Ready to talk some football on college football week one. Well, week, yeah, week one. I mean, week zero was yeah. two weeks ago, but week one. Yeah, so ready to get to it. Sure, for sure. Of course, like we said, I know you're happy. FSU, Seminoles, they say they, they, say they back. I don't know. I guess it's, uh, it's only week one. You can't get too excited, but they look better than my Gators for sure. Um, but it's definitely an exciting week, of, uh, week one of college football. A lot of good games. was on a lot of you know, big wins, big losses, surprise, you know, team outings just in general. Um, but real quick before we hop on, obviously we got the, the three main games I think most of us saw on the screen that we're going to hit on. But uh, any – any thoughts on week one that you saw? Like, you know, like I said, we're going to probably get into some surprise teams and obviously, you know, some of the playmakers that, uh, that performed on Saturday. But just any initial thoughts that you had going into week one and did any teams kind of prove those thoughts right or wrong? No, I was just excited to have football back. I didn't really have too many exciting thoughts. You know, in week one, anything can happen. The team that most people project to pick the natty could lose. You know, you just never know what's going to happen. Um, I feel good about my team, but, you know, leaving week one, I was surprised at the amount of talent um, that the Pac-12 showed and did the good quarterback play, you know, all around the nation. You know, most people just talk about Drake May and uh, Caleb Williams, but you got Michael Phoenix, you got Jordan Travis, um, you got Stuart Sanders, you got a whole bunch of guys putting up numbers. Uh, Mordecai, the guy, the transfer from SMU that went to Wisconsin, just a whole lot of good quarterback play all around. Um so it's looking like it's going to be an exciting season and exciting 2024 draft class. So, yeah, for me, that's that's really what I saw. But a lot of good football. Some games disappointed. Yeah. Obviously, the, you know, the primetime games disappointed. But <laughs> I was just excited to have football back overall. So I was going to watch regardless of what, you know, what happened. For sure. Like you said, the, the primetime games are the, the main ones. I guess the ranked ones that kind of disappoint. I mean, y'all, y'all gave us a good first half, I would say, um, FSU, LSU. But – that second half, y'all kind of dominated. Y'all put y'all foot on their throat. And 
just came out and y'all were just clicking on all the chords. Um, and then obviously the game yesterday, I don't think many was expecting that. Um, but I mean, a few people I think might have called it. I think the, I, I don't know personally when I was looking out on the field yesterday, the Clemson Duke game, I didn't think their skill position one. I know you said it too in the chat. You was like the skill position guys ain't helping the quarterback at all. Like fumbling left and right, dropping passes. I think Shipley and somebody else was the cause of two interceptions. So they just looked terrible and all in the red zone too. So it's like, but the main thing I was getting at was like, it, it seems like their skill position, like recruiting kind of went down. Like I ain't seen no, I haven't seen no T Higgins or Justin Ross out there in a minute. Um, I mean, Shifley is pretty good. He's a big, I guess, compared to Christian McCaffrey, but I mean, he, I don't know. It, it's really just him. I don't think they have like a guy, like a, a back by committee type thing like they've had in the past. And obviously quarterback wise, they don't have a Trevor Lawrence. They don't have a Deshaun Watson. They don't have guys that have been, in those positions to lead those teams. So kind of what, I guess we'll start at that game and then kind of work our way around to yeah. the other ones. But what uh, what did you kind of see yesterday? Um, like I said, just an abysmal of a game. You really hit most of it, you know, on the head. Clemson in the recruiting is diminished. Not diminished, it's going downhill. They're not hitting the portal. They're not hitting Juco, and that's where it's at. The portal is where it's at. Mm-hmm. Deion showed that a lot of schools are flipping their rosters. Um, they haven't had that guy, you're right, since the T. Higgins, um, Justin Ross, or Mari Rogers, any of those type guys. Yeah. I know people blame DJ a lot, but his receivers weren't separating. The system was pretty vanilla. Mm-hmm. And they showed yesterday. It's not the same year. A lot of guys dropping balls. Will Shipley's probably their best offensive player. He had a fumble, but just in key positions, like in the uh, second half alone, their first two drives resulted in two fumbles and a missed field goal, all in Duke territory. They could have all resulted in three. They could have go. They could have scored anywhere from nine to twenty-one points, and they came away with nothing. And Duke got points off some of those turnovers. So it was just really a sloppy game. For the longest, Duke was kind of not handing it to them, but letting them, you know, take it because they weren't doing anything yeah. really offensively outside of a few big plays. And it was thirteen to seven for the longest, and then they finally just, you know, pulled away. And um, Clemson's defense isn't even that bad. That's the crazy thing about it. I think their defense is going to be fine. Their offense just has to get it together. Mm-hmm. I feel like the fumbles can go away. That's something you could minimize. And the drops, too. But you just got to work. You know, you just got to work at it. Maybe some of those guys aren't the guy. Yeah. We'll find out real soon. We'll find out yeah. real soon. Exactly. But moving on from that, like I said, they, they went from, I think, what, they were ranked ninth last night. I think they're 25th now with the new rankings that it. came out. So, oh, yeah. One more thing. Hold on. One more thing. My fault. The big dogs in the AFC. I knew you had to hit on it. It's not even it's not even that. I'm just glad that like we play them early on in the season. So hopefully they don't get it together until mid season. Like we play them, I think, week four, week four, week mm-hmm. five. So yeah, I'm glad we get them early on in the season while they're, you know, going through a little stuff. Maybe QB change, maybe Dabble overreacts. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, I'm glad we play them. I feel like you're gonna catch them at the right time. Yeah, we and we playing bad Death Valley, so we need all the advantages we can get. For sure. Yeah, I feel that. But real quick, I guess before we hit on the other games, of course, we're going to hit on Travis Hunter. That's what I've been wanting to talk about. Got a, a guy in the building, off the ball president, Chris LeBron. How you doing today, sir? Yo, I know Thad is hyped this week. Clemson loss, so it's a good week. It's a good week. Not for your hurricanes, but good week for the football. Uh, <laughs> hey, we're feeling good. And I, like I told G before you hopped on, I'm glad we played early on in the season. Miami, Ohio was talking reckless. They were fucking reckless, so we had to shut them up. So <laughs> Miami of Ohio, that's hilarious. Miami, not. Uh, the real Miami, and they scored three points. <laughs> more like my, my Gators too. We well, 
looking like we was only scored that, that many points, but we, we made it to eleven. We got double digits. We 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 uh we got double digits, but now nah, that was a, the momentum off the documentary, and they just <laughs> I didn't even, I didn't even watch it. I didn't even watched it yet. I knew it like once I heard y'all say it was poo. I already knew they was gonna vanilla it. Like I didn't think they was gonna really give us what we needed from it. So like Dad, I feel like I've I've gathered enough stories. Dad, you, watch, you watch more college football than I do, uh, Duke. I know they they got a new coach last year, and it seems like they. You know what they won nine games last year. They look. Do you think they mm-hmm. they're on the right the right right path? It seems like it. They look like a. This isn't this isn't the Duke. Like I remember, like the kids like with, a couple of kids went to Duke and they were trash. They were like two wins, <laughs> one win. Like they ain't the same Duke. Like even like the fans, it seemed like a different. It's a different uh, energy in, in in Durham now. Yeah, even uh, towards the end of David Cutcliffe being there, like they were trending upwards. Obviously, he was he'd been there for a long time and he had to be let go. But yeah, they were trending upwards. This is not the Duke I know. Like when I was in middle school, they couldn't even make extra points. Like yeah, they couldn't even find a field goal kicker. Yeah, but uh, I mean, it's kind of hard to judge on week one, in my opinion, because I don't know if Clemson is that bad or they just look bad. Like they were drop balls, turnovers, or, bad turnovers. Yeah, yeah like they could turn the game. I feel like if they really just capitalize on stuff like that. But I, I mean, I don't know. We got to. It felt like they, like you said, it felt like they had times, like they had times and win the game. Yeah. No, Clemson should have. Clemson just fumbled like every time, like it mattered too. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. the ball yeah. back. I don't know their defense. Like I said earlier, their defense played well in my opinion. Yeah. Really to let them yeah. down. Like you guys mentioned before, they just don't got the playmakers like they used to. Like they used to have dogs at wide receiver, mm-hmm. like first round picks. Great skill position, like now they like one guy. First round pick running night. It seems like they, their skill positions have definitely felt falling off. But yeah, for sure. But oh, of well. course, <laughs> like you said, oh well. I'm I'm a I'm a halfway Carolina fan. I'm mainly a, a, a Tar Heel for basketball season, but I look at them for football. So I got a little hope there. We're gonna rest on the Gators today. But since we're Segue into that little uh, Drake May, I guess, combo. What did you uh, think about that game versus South Carolina? And what did you think about I, – I was impressed, obviously, with the defense of North Carolina. The last few years, they've been got off on that side of the ball. Like, barely – they basically was winning games by outscoring people. Like, they give up, like, mm-hmm. 30-something and then somehow was able to get 40. So, I think I had nine sacks on Spencer Rattler. Um, so, like I said, they, they got to – with, uh, I guess, with Gene Chizik, I think he's the defensive coordinator down there. So, they um were able to get a little bit of pressure that we haven't seen in past years. And, you know, offensively, they looked okay. I think they'll look a little bit better once they get Tez in the picture. Um, But overall, what did y'all think about that game and just, the I guess, the quarterback battle that was supposed to be? Oh, yeah, it was a solid game overall. Like I said earlier, it's week one, so – some teams are going to come out real jittery. Drake, Drake May, like, he had some bad plays, but he had some good plays mm-hmm. at the same time. I mean, the defense, kind of, I would say, carried them. They had nine sacks. Yeah. Like, when you – if you just look at the box score, you think that Spencer Rattler played a great game. He was, like, 30 for 39. Mm-hmm. But he just – they really couldn't get nothing going. Uh, it was, you know, a back-and-forth game, and then UNC pulled away when their defense took over. And like you said, in years past, they aren't really known for defense, but they were able to, uh, you know – put pressure on the South Carolina offense and not allow them to get a momentum over the course of the game. And then, like, they were able to get out to a lead. South Carolina came back a little bit, but, you know, and and it wasn't enough. But uh, I think Drake May will be better. It was week zero, so – I mean, week one. So, I think if this was, like, week five or week six, they would have won by more. But the offense wasn't, you know, completely insane. And they were missing their uh, transfer receiver from Kent State, like you said, the one that got out. So, 
Yeah, but other than that, we'll move on to what we all really want to talk about or what's all been storming the internet past few days. Uh, one of our guys, how we would normally say from the north, he wasn't, he's not really from this before, but obviously he went to Collins Hill. Number one player um, in his draft or in his class uh, a year ago, two years ago. Um, both sides of the ball, just a dog. That's why they put that D on his chest. Travis Hunter, Colorado Buffaloes. I, I, don't, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people were kind of downplaying it a little bit, how okay they played, a.k.a. Walker. Had to, definitely have to throw his name out. Just be hating all the time. You know, you got to – gotta. it wouldn't Walker, be a normal day. Walker underestimating <laughs> something? Oh, don't no. say. Wouldn't, wouldn't it be a day if we didn't hear a little bit of hate from Walker? So, Walker, I feel like they didn't really want to give him their credit. I mean, there was definitely others like him that we saw throughout social media. But just overall, I mean, I enjoyed the game. Like, if, if there wasn't – I just enjoyed the game. It was a great – it was good was back good and game. forth. Obviously, offense, yeah, I mean, that's what we know in the Big 12. It's just offense, like – both defenses couldn't stop a nosebleed. And TCU was supposed to be better coming in defensively, but and corner wise and safety wise, that was supposed to be a strong suit. And they were just getting torched by everybody. You you can't you can't claim that you're better defensively and give up four one hundred yards to four four different four different players get one hundred yards. So, but overall, was we expecting this? Did you think you know a lot of people said if you was paying attention the last few years to FCS that you would have known this was coming? Um, but still, I mean, I guess not to this magnitude, but what did you think, Perez? Like, just Travis Hunter, like I said, just the dog out there. 120 snaps. I, I love it. I love I it. I love it. And then, like, just him after the game, like, just being humble, too. Like, I think he was on mm-hmm. his, like, just Twitch stream or whatever he was streaming. Mm-hmm. And he's just cool. It's like, you know, and I love it. And I don't think the 100 snaps is sustainable. I don't think I think yeah. one's gonna have to figure out how to like cut it down because I think that's gonna be a little bit too much for him. But you know they needed him because, like I said, they were Colorado's defense is just food. You know they were <laughs> TC. I mean TC was giving up a hundred points total. I think in the in their last two games, yeah, including in the chip, the natty, they giving up a hundred points plus. So that defense is, is. But Colorado, man, I love I love the I love that Dion is is messing with the system and people are <laughs> like the whole captain thing like the dog yeah nobody it's usually just captain and it's just like yeah. you know, got my dogs and i and i got my what leader? leaders yeah leader it's like oh people don't like that and this the worst <laughs> thing for other schools is colorado having some type of success this year because t- people are gonna kids are gonna look at colorado and see how much fun they're having and how dion mm-hmm. And 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 the guys will be going to the pros. The, his the recruiting is going to just he, he's going to have the top well, number yeah. one class, the top five class every year as long as um, as long as he's at Colorado because now you know teams are going to be like there's got to be schools that were like they weren't they were like halfway in on Dion and be like oh why didn't we pull the trigger mm-hmm. Colorado doesn't have the money to pay him. they didn't even they have him. They, didn't even have no, they don't have the money. They're like, we'll find it. Trust me. And now you don't think the donors are like, hell yeah, we're going to give you the money to go pay. Mm-hmm. You better. We need a raise already. <laughs> you got to give yep. them a raise because you best believe there's going to be schools that are going to throw the bag at Dion, and maybe even the NFL. So the teams, they, you know, Dion is just, he's creating a culture that's different. I'm, Colorado made the best decision ever to hire this man because 
that program was dead. What they went half a game last year, they were garbage, and that their facilities are going to be start stated, you know, state of the art now. The stadium is probably going to get renovations. They're going to have like an SEC stadium soon because of Dion. It's just I know it's one game, and we could we could have the overreactions, but that was a big. That was a a big one game, yeah. That's because they were true underdogs, and I think most people thought TCU. Yeah, they were a twenty-point underdog. I think people thought Colorado would compete, but not the way like that. I mean, Shador looked like a Heisman guy. Like I know it's just one Mm -hmm. looked like a Heisman guy. Like it was, it was really Mm -hmm. impressive and all that. And to have what the most trend, what eighty-nine new players or something crazy like that. That's crazy. Like literally a whole new team. And any like John, you coach basketball and all that. Like, imagine having a whole new roster to coach. Like, it's gonna take you a minute to adjust to that. And yeah. Dion against the team that that was the runner up for the national championship at their crib won with a whole new roster, some JUCO kids and a bunch of that, and got them a win over TCU. Yeah, that that's big. That's a big win. That you know, that that's it's gonna it's gonna. Be a, he's gonna get. He's gonna flip a lot of kids. So a yeah. lot of kids will be like, "Hell, and I ain't going to. Where, I ain't going to Florida or whatever. I'm going go to Colorado. Bro. Colorado is gonna be a spot, and but they're going to the Big Twelve, right? So mm-hmm. it's it's gonna be that. That was a massive win and all that. You know, they might lose next week by twenty, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it might happen. You know, what do they, who they play? Um, Nebraska. Yeah. You know, or Matt Rule. So. But that was a big win, and uh, and that was that was a feel good win. That you know, Dion is doing something that's different, and I love it. I love to see it. So I I'm, I think a lot of people are low key. You either hate for whatever reason you hate Colorado, or you low key rooting for them, even if you have your own team. I think a yeah. little some of us are like we actually rooting for Colorado to like do it. We want Dion to like show these people like you could do it, you know, his way. And yeah. well, a lot of people gonna be so I love it. Me personally, I was surprised in every single aspect. Like, <laughs> I know Prime is Prime. He's won everywhere he's went, but I still expected them to lose. I'm like, it's going to take maybe halfway through year one for them to get it together. But it was like straight out the gate. First drive, three and out. First drive, go 70 yards down the field. And then I'm like, okay. Like, every time TC responded and the momentum was on their side, Colorado responded. Like, if they weren't ready for the moment, they could have easily folded. They were like 9 to 15 on fourth down. And it was just – play after play. And it wasn't even Travis Hunter, too. I mean, it was the little running back, the true freshman yeah. that they from Notre Dame. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's the dude's name from USF? Jimmy Horn Jr. I like Jimmy him. Jimmy. Oh, he's, he's, yeah. tough. he's tough. He's good. Uh, you had number 10 go for 102. And then, like, on defense, they made time and plays. Like, obviously, they were getting gashed. In the second half, it was just like they were good. they were having a 12-play drive, and then uh, TC was scoring four plays, and the offense mm-hmm. back on the field. I'm mm-hmm. like, for the first time in my life, like, I might say the offense is tired, not the tired, yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. But, like, I don't know. They just kept responding every single time they had to make a play, and it was – the trenches surprised me, too, because I know that was a question coming in, but the offensive line, like, he got sacked a couple times, but for the most part, like, he was having time to get to his second and third read and just mm-hmm. – overall, I was impressed with everything, their time management and everything, and then – Obviously, Travis Hunter uh, playing 120 plays. He did that in high school, but, like, I didn't expect yeah. him to literally do it the exact same way. Like, this man, mm-hmm. he was not coming off the field. Every time they needed to play on offense, they would go to him. Yeah. He was the number one. It wasn't even like he was coming in for gadget plays, catching a yeah. screen or a reverse. He was, he was in the offense. He was running. 
Yeah. Like, people doing everything. And obviously, it can't last forever. But I know, like, if I know anything, I know, like, during the week, he's not practicing that much. He might practice on Wednesdays, but on Thursdays and Tuesdays, he's just in shell walking through. Mm -hmm. So it's not sustainable for the NFL, but for now, it's working and it's, it's exciting. Like, we've never seen anything like this. Obviously, we've seen Charles Woodson. We've seen um, Miles mm-hmm. Jack, but Miles mm-hmm. Jack is probably the closest because Miles Jack played a lot on offense too. But Tra- uh, Travis Hunter is the only person I've seen like he's staying there for a whole drive, like and then going back to defense. Like, yeah, not staying there for, for three plays. He's in the entire drive. Mm-hmm. He's a focal point yeah. of offense. Eleven catches or something like that. Eleven catches for one nineteen, and then had an interception on D and a bunch mm-hmm. of pass breakups. Like that's Listen, impressive. That's impressive, man. Like he could have had a second pick. A second, yeah. and then he yeah, dropped it. He dropped the 50 yard bomb, too. Like, his stat line mm-hmm. would have been crazy if he would have caught that and had that other pick. It's yep, and bomb. then the other touchdown that got overturned. I forgot so, about that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. No, it was that was a great, great win. And on the road, too, like that, that's that, that's just going to give your team a lot of momentum. And like I said, that's. That's the worst thing that could have happened was Dion winning week one. I have a question for y'all. Like, do you guys just think I'm I think this, you probably think this too, but does it just piss people off because it's like prime and it he's like African American? He's not arrogant, but he's like confident in himself. Like he's doing his own way. He's like, I'm gonna come to power five. I'm gonna mm-hmm. bring my yeah, whole thing my way and win. I'm gonna win. I'm gonna piss everybody off. Yeah. yeah. No, because listen, guys, you guys know. Yeah. Everything college football has been a certain way for the last how many years? The hundred plus years, right? <laughs> been the same way. The coaches are all the same. Yeah. They all do the same post game. You know, everything is the same. How they recruit is the same. Dion is Dion. The way he was on the feet in high school, the way he was at Florida <laughs> State, the way he was with the Falcons, the Cowboys, you know, the 49ers, he's the same way. He's, mm-hmm. When he coached prime, when he was at prime, what, coaching at Jackson State, he's the same way. People think he was gonna no, he's gonna be that way. People are just not used to this. Everybody falls in line, right? When they become yeah. a coach or they play in the NFL, he doesn't. He's doing it his way. You know, they keep questioning this man. Oh, he, well, he he can't do it at that at the you know at the power five level and all that at Jackson State. Whatever. No, he's he gonna do it. He's <laughs> yeah. gonna do it. He's going to do it. And people, they don't like how he does it. He's going to steal your recruits without even trying <laughs> because he's Deion Sanders. And all they got to do is go into the living room and get Deion in there. And guess what? He's going to flip someone. He did it. He did it already. He's done it a yep. bunch of times. Is this going to keep happening? So coaches don't like that because guess what? This, this, they're scared. You should be scared. Yeah. If someone has. Colorado, if, if it's whoever it is, if it's let's say it's Miami and they got and then and and Crystal Ball's like, well, Colorado's guess what? Guess what? Crystal Ball gonna lose uh his recruit <laughs> to Colorado. It's gonna happen. Florida, That's all you saw it with your guy. <laughs> yeah, literally saw it. Florida State, they they you know, they already like even though they're having success and you guys did your thing as LSU, y'all bust the ass. But like even, I'm sure there's some Florida State people like, damn. Travis too. Yeah, like, this way, Travis Hunter, we be, you know, number, imagine number three in the nation with the backing of Florida State and all that, with all the donors, and then with and you got Dion there, and he's a seminal. But 
you know, you obviously you guys have figured things out, but yeah. there's a lot of schools that are that are just like, uh oh, he might he might get a lot of people fired on the school <laughs> because they're gonna be like he he's gonna change the people don't like you know that the people don't like change. Right, like, yeah, he literally said it himself in their ways. It's been college football has been this way and all that. People change it up and like, oh, he can't do it that way. Well, yeah, he could do it that way because he's Deion Sanders. He could do it that way. If he's winning football games, who you know? Who cares what he does? It's just people don't like change, especially in college football. Everybody likes everything. That's why people freaking out over conference realignment and all because we've been so used to, you know, ACC as this, the Pac-10, Pac-12, whatever you want, Big 12, Big 10, and all that. We're so used to that. That when change happens, people freak out and people don't like that. But guess what? That's what you have to deal with in life. Change, right? We don't like it sometimes. <laughs> guess what? You got to deal with it. Deal with it. You got you to figure out how to recruit against Deion Sanders now. You got to change up your game. You can't just think you're Alabama, you're Georgia. In a you're, legal way, too. Yeah. You <laughs> know? We, we know, you know, I feel like some of these schools going to get caught up. We didn't see a few self-bans or they like have to, you know, they get – Ban from being eligible for a bowl game or something like that, and or someone comes out that they having dinners with yeah. God knows who, so they got to figure out if he said hey, a clean. Dion may have got some other kids paid off because he might up to Annie. They, you know, mm-hmm. oh, we got to pay this kid extra because you know, uh, so yep. because uh, we can't have them going to to Colorado, so we might have to give this kid two and a half instead you of know, the one. Guys, going up it up. You know, maybe some SMU shit all over again. <laughs> they might have to do that because, like, Dion, because kids might just take less to be like, oh shit, I just want to go play for Dion. He yeah. gonna make me, he gonna be make me a pro, and I'm gonna learn from the best in the and you know the best DB in the world. If you're a DB, that might be DBU in ten years. <laughs> you know, so he's changing the game. People don't like it. Well, get over it. Figure it out. Yeah. Figure it out. Transfer portal, like with, with NIL, with NIL and all that. People like that. People freaking out. But guess what? Figure it out now. Just figure it out. You yeah. got to figure out how to deal with NIL and transfer portal. All right, it's here. So stop complaining. Stop crying. Figure it out. Same thing with Dion. He's here, and he won the first game of the year on the road. Now deal with it. Now figure out how to recruit against him. That's it. <laughs> it's that simple. You got to figure it out. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Facts. I, I ain't got nothing else to say. You totally right, Chris. But I was gonna move on. Forgot that. I don't know if we hit on your Florida State Seminoles or not. I don't think me or Prez really want to hear. But I'm, a, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you the give you the stage to, to you know. You should be happy. They, 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 they did. did. They look uh, dominant. Both sides of the ball. Yeah. First off, I know you guys got to say congrats because it's official. We're the best team in Florida. I forgot. Like. <laughs> It sucks that both of y'all teams are from Florida, but it's, I guess it's kind of mutual. Yeah, do we count Florida? The UCF might be better than Florida. Nah. Okay. <laughs> nah. Maybe. Like, like, give us a year. Maybe you too. But give, give us a second. We did good. Uh, I, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't surprised. Like, I was just a little skeptical like I am with the Jaguars. We had a lot of hype coming into the season. We look good at times, but, you know, it's still Florida State over the past six years. We haven't been good. But – like we talked about, we just talked about the portal. The portal impacted us uh, on Sunday. Keon Coleman, transfer from Michigan State, had three touchdowns. Jaheen Bell, he had two touchdowns, transfer from South Carolina. Um, and our best player, Jerry Rice on the D-line, he came from the transfer portal from the FCS school. You know, the people they talk about, they can't I got one of our guys, too, right? One of our D-linemen from Miami. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, just overall, man, I was we, – we looked good. We brought back – a 
a decent amount of people, but we had a lot of transfer portal guys take over as starters. But, you know, like we hit adversity early on. Um, they had a big play, the second play of the game, I think, and we got a goal line stand. We got two goal line stands in the uh, first half to kind of set the tone. And outside of that, we just – when the second half came, we made adjustments, and it was a blowout from there. Like the, We outscored them 31-7, to seven, and that seven they got in a garbage time touchdown. So, overall, we – we just played a clean game besides one Jordan Travis turnover. It was kind of a bad play on a screen pass. But other than that, everything looked good. I would have liked the O-line to play a little bit better because I think we have, like, the second or third best running back in the country, but he wasn't able to show it because LSU's D-line pretty much shut him down. But we were able to do things in the air and, you know, just capitalize off some of the mistakes we made in the first half. And we looked good. It was a dominating win, like – we look like we're the team in the SEC and they were the team in the ACC. So we're the more physical team. And when we can set the tone um, overall, not even in the trenches, that's always a good thing. And um, I'm just happy that we got this, you know, out the way. This was our, our biggest test of the season, in my opinion, our hardest game of the season. And we made it look like cake. So as long as we, you know, stay level-headed and don't get complacent, I'm not – I don't like to talk about stuff like this because obviously we got three more months left and anything can happen. We could lose to Florida and Miami. But um, <laughs> outside of Clemson, our schedule doesn't look too, you know, too tough. So if we can play how we played um, on Sunday, the future looks bright. Thanks. So you're not ready to stay – you're not ready to stamp ACC champs? No, nah, anything can happen. This is football. College I remember, football. I remember the year my first number chain. Uh, they were 11-0 when y'all lost to, like, Pittsburgh in the last game of the season. Yes. Oh, <laughs> my God. I remember, I remember I was at work because that was an early game. That was, like, a, a 1 o'clock game. It was, it was just a weird – I remember I'm at work, and I got the phone, and I'm like, and I just have a bad feeling about this game. And we lost, and we lost <laughs> – we got destroyed in an ACC championship game, and we got throttled in the in the in the bowl. I think we played, oh, yeah. I played at the crib too. Yeah, in Miami, y'all played like Wisconsin or something. I forgot. Yeah, yeah we played Wisconsin, destroyed. I know we lost the, yeah. the, the to Clemson. They killed. Us. I knew I expected that, but uh, oh, that's when they had Buddy at quarterback. I remember that year. Yeah. yeah. Anything can happen though, so I'm not. I'm taking it week by week. We can lose the Wake Forest. I'm not. I'm not playing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm. I'm excited for sure. Definitely excited. You should be. What? What that? Before we go to the like uh, NFL, but mm-hmm. what do you think has been the turning point for the for the program? Like it felt like a few years, not just the beginning of last year. Like Norvell might be on the hot seat, and then y'all came into Coral Gables and gave us. <laughs> I wouldn't even count that as a beatdown. That was like in a straight embat. That felt like when we lost to Clemson when we had Al Golden. Like we lost like fifty five to nothing. I, lost, and I remember that it was like fifty nine to zero. Yeah, like fifty nine zero, and he didn't even he didn't even get to to leave. That like he got fired like out of the tunnel and all that. That felt like that bad, and all. Um, it felt like you guys have ever since that game. Like you guys have just been on a different level. Now you you just destroyed the team that some people picked to win, maybe win the SEC, and you 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 just you dumped them an SEC team too, right? We always hear about SEC and all that, and it's like. Oh well, you guys got that physicality back. So, what do you feel like has been the difference, like the the change in the program in the last year and a half? It's kind of small, but it's a couple things. One, um, us like believing in Mike Norvell because some people fired him before he walked in the door, and like our players buying in. Obviously, you know, with any even basketball, you're, if your players aren't bought into the coach, it's not really going to work. Yeah. Then buying in, uh, that was a big moment. Him getting the players' trust, the transfer portal was big for him because that was kind of yeah. like he, he's real good at recruiting, like really good. Yeah. At recruiting. Like he's, we've had, I think, I don't know the last two years, but top 10 this year for sure. Like we're getting 
we got two of the biggest pass catching threats in the uh, portal in this show, the first game. And then the third thing, our biggest turning point, I think like we were starting to believe coming into last year, but it was still Florida State. And when we won that first game versus LSU, kind of the way we won it, everything kind of flipped. Like, even though we still lost to Clemson and Wake Forest and we didn't beat the teams we were supposed to beat, we were just playing better. The team believed they played more inspired and it just carried over into the end of last year. And then um, starting into this season, basically those are the biggest three things. It's nothing too crazy, but just buying into the culture. It's big. Yeah. Like, it's, the kids in Colorado, they're winning and they're playing better because they believe in their coach and they be- he believes in them. So it's just all about buying in and confidence. Yeah, hundred percent. If you, it's it's it's. I think that's the biggest thing in college sports. If you trust mm-hmm. your coach, then you're gonna you're gonna play harder and you're gonna be willing to you know go through a wall for him. So if you don't trust your coach, then it's, it's a wrap and all that. But but it seems <laughs> like you trust you you trust the because like you said Norvell. It felt like people were firing him. And like we're like Dion or like remember everybody was like yeah they were trying to get replaced yeah yeah but they they believed in him and then they they let him they trust the process and it it looks like it might be you know you might y'all might be back you know to those mid to twenty you know twenty tens and all that when mm-hmm. y'all got match championships in the playoff and all that so but you know eleven eleven some saying that eleven eleven yeah eleven eleven. Cooking Ramsey Can't wait. Hopefully, we'll see. Like we said, plenty of football left to go. But real quick, going to segue over to week one. I know everybody's excited about college football being back. Definitely excited about the NFL being back. I think all three of our teams, maybe y'all's two is a little bit more than mine, are supposed to have big expectations um, coming into this year. Um, so, of course, like I said, that's obviously Jaguars. Um, improved mightily last year, you know, had a chance to probably get to the AFC championship. Um, if things might have went the right way, added Calvin Ridley, um, did a few other things in free agency, obviously, Prez team, um, another playoff team, kind of escaped it one, I'd say, if the Vikings weren't so sorry, um, but escaped it one, uh, got your running back back, y'all don't want to pay running backs. Got a, a a nice catch, a nice catching tight end, Darren Waller. So, and obviously the defense is back in style. I think I didn't really lose too many pieces. So, um, big expectations for y'all. And then my team just signed a bunch of people. Hopefully, we're we're gonna be okay with Desmond Ritter leading the way. But uh, real quick before we get into, because we're gonna talk about, I guess a little bit, just preview week one, but also talk about um, our OTB and rankings that just dropped. Appreciate you. Uh, Appreciate you, Cruz, for putting that together. It was a compilation of everybody's uh, rankings of you know, teams 1 to 32. And then uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the 1 through 10 and see who, who just missed the cut. But uh, just preview um, week one, I guess, ex- expectations that you're going in with with your team. Um, I'll start with you, Dad. What, uh, what do you expect your team to do week one? Win the games we're supposed to win. Um, <laughs> I said this again with the Jaguars and just like Florida State, you got to show me. I know people talking about number one seed, we're guaranteed to win the South. Y'all got to show me because I've never seen it in my life. We've had one good season and then 2018, we fell straight on our face. So the Colts don't have their best player, Jonathan Taylor. It's a rookie quarterback, his first game ever. This is the best defense he's ever played in his life, counting college, high school, whatever it is. Um, this is a team that's trending to lose more than, I mean, win less than six games. Yeah, they're not a good – it's not a good NFL roster. They're not in good shape. Nobody <laughs> wants to go to the Colts in free agency. We're supposed to win this game. We're on the road. 
Uh, we're coming off the playoffs. Like, I, we should just handle business. I don't know. I, <laughs> we're on the road. I just get scared thinking about the Jaguars because they never – they always let me down. Like, they they always do. So, as long as we just come in and do what we're supposed to do uh, on offense, tackle. Like, my biggest keys in the game, if I can talk about the game real quick, is to just contain Anthony Richardson. Like, rush the passer, but don't rush aggressively. And, like, you know – Overplay the play. Yeah, overplay the lane and let him get out the box. Yeah. Because he will do that. And he's a big enough quarterback to where, like, DBs, like, it's not a guarantee they're going to tackle him. The, the little arm tackle stuff is not going to work. So if we could just spy him. And one thing, I know I'm not an NFL defensive coordinator, but do not run cover zero and bring <laughs> deep because if the defenders are in man and they're turning it back to the quarterback and he – He gave – he, like, he ran about 15, 20. Like, in the history of the Jaguars, we're just never good against mobile quarterbacks. Deshaun Watson, Steve McNair, like, any quarterback in the division that's mobile, they just give us problems. So we can play our – proper assignments and just handle business, bro. Don't turn over the ball. Just get in and win the game and get out. I know it sounds simple, but the Jaguars just let me down so much. And I just know they're good for letting the sorry team beat them. So <laughs> it's week one. Anything can happen though. Like that's the scary part. It's the NFL. Like a huge upset happens every year. Like when we go over the games, we're going to pick a team. We're all going to agree on one game and it's not going to work out. So thanks. Mm-hmm. I'm just scared about what's going to happen in week one, but I think we'll handle business, but I just don't know. I really don't know. And if we lose week one, I'm going to be really sad about the season because then I don't know what's going to happen. And we might be the same old Jags. But, yeah, what about the, what about the Giants? Because y'all are – one thing before you talk about your team, I'm so tired of the Giants and Cowboys being in prime time game week one. <laughs> like every year. I don't, I don't understand. Not every year, but it seems like it's been like – Maybe you feel like it. Every year they do have one. It may not be week one, but it's 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 one of the games, and it might be two two times. Obviously, they played twice, so it might be both both of the games be prime time. But obviously, we get a week one Sunday night football this week. So, Prez, what you thinking? Uh, what you think about the matchup? It's a, it's a big one. Listen, the Cowboys have kind of owned us for the last like it feels like the last decade, but it's going to change. We're going to flip it. I feel good about this year. I like this team a lot. I feel like we improved on the offensive line. You know, especially in the tier, we drafted a new center in the second round, Schwartz. You know, we got Saquon back. We actually have a tight end, you know. Darren Waller there. Hopefully he stays healthy, you know. But, you know, he, he's been our best weapon in camp. We have some solid, you know, uh, outside, you know, threats. You know, Hodgins really stepped up last year when we had nobody Literally nobody. Ray Hodgins <laughs> stepped up big time, you know. So we, we got some, you know, Slayton and, you know, Robinson's coming back from the ACL. You know, he should be some, um, you know, um, the defense, I think, is going to apply more pressure than we did. And, you know, it feels like the pass rush has really been non-existent since those days of, you know, Tuck, OC, and, you know, JPP and all of them guys. You know, Dexter Lawrence is a, is a monster. He got paid. You know, still got Leonard Williams, you know, improved secondary. We drafted uh, the dude from, um, I forgot his name, Banks from uh, Maryland. I like it. I think Sunday night, like I said, we always feels like they we play week one against the Cowboys Sunday night. But it's just, it's prime, it's it's just a, it's just a hot game and all that. You know, like, it's just, the atmosphere is crazy. You know, so I, I feel good about them this year. I feel like Daniel Jones has legit weapons. Second year on the Brian Dayball. You know, I feel like Dayball is... You know, QB whisper and all that, and he he definitely unlocked <laughs> Daniel Jones. You know, um, offensive lines improved. 
you got Saquon back. You got some solid, you know, weapons on the outside. The defense should be improved. The linebacking core is a little bit better. I don't know. I feel like the Cowboys are on the downside. Their offensive line's getting old. There's no more Zeke. You know, you're going to rely on Dak. You know, the defense is, you know, defense is solid, but, you know, uh, I don't know. I, I feel good about them this year. I think the Giants win the division, actually. Win the division. Win the division. I think they win the division. Yeah, I said it. I think they win the division. <laughs> the Giants win the division. I'm putting all my cards on the Giants this year. I'm probably going to be wrong, and they'll go like five and thirteen. But I'm feeling good about it. This year. I'm feeling good. I know it kind of feels like when the Giants made the playoffs the last time, and we played, you know, and the the Odell went on the boat that game. <laughs> it, it, some people might have doubt that feeling because, like, you know, we won a lot of close games and and all that, and now we got to play a tougher schedule and all that. But I, feel, I just feel like it's a different team, better leadership. And all that, and you know, um, I think, uh, you know, team, you know, I think the Cowboys are going to regress. The, the Commanders, whatever, Eagles, obviously, <laughs> on the squad. I mean, that's the only team that I feel like. But uh, I feel like they, they, I mean, they destroyed us in the playoffs last year. But I feel like we're, um, we definitely learned a lot from that, and we're definitely a more physical team, you know, uh, from what I've seen in camp and all that than we were last year. So um, I feel good. I like. I feel good about this. I feel good about them. We, you know, Sunday night, and I feel good about them in the season. Yeah, yeah, I feel that too. Like you said, I think there's a little, bit, a little bit of a difference with some of the past teams that we've seen, like you know, sticking to the playoffs or you know, just have close wins and we're, we're able to make it to postseason. Like I said, I think y'all got got y'all a guy and Brian Dayball for sure. Like you said, yeah, he, he steered the ship. And like you were saying with college, it's honestly it's, it's the same way in the NFL too, a little bit. Like you know, you got to get the right guy to head a team in order to you know, pause. You got to get the right guy to lead a team in order to yeah. get them get get the full potential out of everybody involved like you said so yeah. I think I think y'all got y'all a solid little squad now yeah. winning the division not too sure about but I think it's gonna be I think it's closer than a lot of people may think obviously I think you, you Eagles Cowboys are right there at the top it, it could go yeah. either way I don't think the Eagles run away with division yeah that's what I'm saying I don't think they run away this year with it I think on a on an earlier show me at that had I think I said they I feel like they kind of have a, a Super Bowl slump type year to be honest, because yeah. they lost both of their coordinators. So mm-hmm. um, I, I think that's going to – and they have to rely on – obviously, like I said, they have, they have to rely on a lot of rookies. You know, they drafted well, and they're all national champions. You know, they're still, you know, rookies. Um, so I think they have a little bit of a down year. I think that the division's a lot closer than, than a lot of people would think. Um, and with my Falcons, just to end it off, kind of with that, so I kind of expect this – I don't. I expect us to do the right thing. I don't want to see that Falcon shit to where we're turning the ball over or we're winning by 20, 30 points and then they cut the lead down and then win on the last second drive. Tired of that. I don't expect that this year. But I'm really concerned because we didn't really see much of the starters play at all in the preseason, not even the last game. Um, so this office of explosion that we're really supposed to see. We didn't get to see much of it in the preseason, but I'm hoping it comes out somehow, some way in this first game. I think the Panthers will help us a little bit because obviously got a young quarterback. Their offensive line sucks. And I think Brian, uh, Brian Burns is maybe not playing the first game, hopefully, because he's not getting paid. So that's just one less piece of threat that we got to worry about. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping he sits out. Like I said, I'm not too too worried about really everything else that they have offensively. 
I mainly just want to see a pass rush. I want to see clean play because this preseason we had a lot of turnovers. Typically, we're one of the with, or at least under Arthur Smith, we've been one of the best teams. So hopefully, we're not you know having penalties left and right because we had a problem with that in the preseason. So pass rush definitely got to clean up with the penalties. I'm hoping to see this unleash of an offense that we're supposed to have. Hopefully, you know. Hopefully, hopefully Robinson goes off. Hopefully Drake London goes off because I have him on my fantasy team and we're playing for hopefully money this year. More than one touchdown. <laughs> if he doesn't, I don't care. I, actually, I kind of do care, like you said, and that is, it's going to kind of come up with one of our topics later. Um, but hopefully, he's back to normal because I know his progression to get back to 100. They didn't. They really kind of cover. They didn't really cover it much. They wasn't really talking about it much, but. I mean, he obviously played in preseason. Hopefully, he's 100% healthy and he's he's back from that knee injury. Um, and I just hope Falcon fans give Desmond Ritter a chance. I think he, like I said in past shows, he's improved. Or he improved each game he had last year. Um, I know the the talk of Twitter the last day or two is that he wasn't – it was like all that leadership talking. He's not even a captain. I ain't focused too much on that. Like, he, he's the second year. Like, we've had veterans that's in place, like – I wasn't expecting him to really be a captain anyway. We now have base on the team, obviously. Um, Grady Jarrett has been there forever. That's you know that's a solidified captain. Our offensive line with Matthews and um, Lindstrom that that was kind of set in stone as well. So hopefully um, we just come out and do what we're supposed to do. I expect the win. We're at home, and it's supposed to be a start to a new era. We we, we better beat the Panthers and you know, put our stamp on this division. Hopefully that's what happens. We don't know. But talk a little bit about our off-the-ball rankings. Like I said, shout out to Cruz for putting this together. Shout out for everybody that put their rankings uh, piled into one. Um, This is a combination of everybody's rankings, um, so averaging of everybody's rankings. So this is what we have agreed on as a network, in a sense. So one through ten, I don't know if it's that surprising, but anybody that pops out to y'all that may or may not be there or or shouldn't be there or is too high, too low, Anything at all? No, I mean, maybe like a team, like a, a spot or two lower, but, you know, I don't really trip over that. I know people are like, oh, how do you have a team 10th? They should be ninth. Nah, <laughs> it is like nothing egregious. No, I, I I think I had something similar. I think it maybe had the same top 10 or maybe a little different, but just a couple different spots. But no, nothing crazy with the top 10. Uh, you know me, like, I think who was it? Jeff had his power rankings. Like I'm not like nitpicky. Obviously, we're not perfect, but like I would just say some things I would have different. I think people are sleeping on the Rams and Pats. Like they're getting disrespected a little bit too much. I think. Um, I think they're better than like the, the Commanders and the Bears. But obviously, you never know. Um, Chargers should be in front of. Ah, no, nah, never mind. This is this is really tough because I would say Chargers in front of Dolphins. And Jags, but they lost us. And then the Dolphins have a really good roster. It all depends on Tua's health. For me personally, I have the Browns um, in front of the Seahawks. I think they're going to be really good this year. I think Deshaun's going to shake back. And, I mean, I'm going to be honest. If this is everybody's rankings together, they're not that bad because I wouldn't move too much. Everybody's, like, kind of as of now where they're supposed to be. Obviously, it's going to change. But, like, mm-hmm. if we had to make one based off last year heading into this year, I'd have most of them the same. Maybe the Jets are getting a little bit too much hype because maybe A-Rod, is, his play's declining a little bit, but then again, he's still A-Rod and him declining and better than more than half the quarterback. So, I don't know. It's not that bad. I probably moved the Giants at 29. 
I'm 16, but that's it. Ah, <laughs> uh, you did get flicked ass. Nah, but nah. You just, you just that bad. one in. They're not bad. <laughs> yeah, they're not terrible. I think from what I'm looking at, what I just pulled up what I sent uh, Six Cruz, and they're not too far off. I had my top three were KC, 49ers, and Eagles. Um, obviously, since he stuck in there at three, I think I had them fifth in the Bills before them, only because I guess how I was looking at it was um, just going into the season, obviously, with, with – you know, we didn't know if Joe Burrow was going to be fully healthy, you know, coming back or not. But I think he's I think he's good now. To, to to he's good to come back, start week one, um, and then obviously just a few few other things with the uh, moving parts with just like other teams, like you say. I, I think I had the Jets either seventh or eighth, or eighth, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, Baltimore, I had them. No, oh, I just had Baltimore and the Jets flip pretty much, and. That's just because of the new pieces added. I think the only one that's kind of high-ish that I didn't have was Detroit at 12. I think I had them at like 16. Yeah, I had them at 16. trying to figure out Detroit because yeah. obviously they got a lot of hype. Obviously, there's no Aaron Rodgers in the Green Bay, so you, you can kind of eliminate the Packers. Mm-hmm. And their division, obviously, as a whole is not good. But the it's still the Lions, though. It, it's still mm-hmm. hard for me to be like, yo, yeah, because they got the talent that they're – yeah, just because like they're gonna possibly win the division, I didn't. I, I'm still not gonna put them like power rankings wise. Yeah. I wasn't thinking of it that way. I guess. Yeah, like, like I still don't think they're 12th best team. Yeah. Like, they're gonna win the division probably. Like they mm-hmm. should win the division if every if they're healthy, you know, for relatively. But like 12th, like yeah. I don't know. Like yeah, that was just a little too hot for me. I think I had the Browns definitely in front of them. I had the Giants in front of them. Uh, the Vikings in front of them at the moment. I think it was like one spot ahead of them, though. But like I said, not not too much to to pick at. That was the only one that kind of stuck out to me. That was like like they're a little bit higher than what I had them at um, in front of teams. Like you know, possibly like the Saints are kind of like they're almost like a boomer bust type team. Like they didn't lose too yeah. too much on defense. And then obviously, if Carr works out, they have Olave and Michael Thomas. Thomas can stay healthy. Obviously, Kamara comes back after three games. Like they're still set. They're still they're still straight. They you know still have you know a, a good defense. Um so um isn't it yeah, crazy how like ones. like we're so used to the Patriots being like a top of that division and in like yeah. top five and like now it's flipped where the Bills, the Jets and the really all the other teams are in the top ten and we got the Patriots in the bottom tier of it's just crazy how stuff cha- can change like that. Yeah. Hey, they deserve it though, because when Brady was there, it was literally the Patriots, maybe the Bills every now and then at the dock. Somebody would sneak in one good season like the Jets had them two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they've yeah. had a little bit too much success for a little bit too too long. So these 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 last few years is kind of deserted by them. So yeah, it, was, it was like the AFC South with the Colts. Well, it, they didn't do it that long, but when I was little growing up, it was the Colts, or the Jags. Like the only way we were going to the playoffs was wild card. We were not winning. Yeah, pretty good rankings. Obviously, we're gonna you know we're gonna compile these and put them out each and every week. So obviously, this is gonna change um, week by week. Don't know how much um, it will change. Kind of, I think I had my Falcons at nineteen. Got them at nineteen here as well. So hopefully, they move up the move up the ladder a little bit more this season. Um, but y'all make sure to check these out. I said they'll be posted each and every week um, on uh, our Twitter. Facebook and um, website as well. So definitely make sure to check those out. But one of the one of the few things that we wanted to do before we went to our pickums for the week, 
Um, me and Dad kind of was thinking about like some some of the players that need to perform this year um, or have to have a bounce back year with, um, in order to kind of solidify where they're at in that their careers on their teams, whatever the case may be. So um, kind of hit on that as well. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if you have five players in general with that, or we can just uh, combine our top five, whatever the case may be. Um, or three, I think I told you three, but regardless, um, yeah, so we're going to hit on like kind of top five players that need to perform, like I said, for their teams, like that have had either bad years last year or have have everything around them this year in order to per, to perform and to put their team in a good position. Um, so that, I guess we start with you. I guess we can kind of go one by one each person. Um, but okay, that, uh, what's, what's one of your, your top five players that uh, need to perform this year? I don't want to do the obvious ones last. Uh, this is tough for me. All right, well, this is kind of a weird one. I was going to go Russell Wilson first, but I'm going to go Michael Thomas. Um, he's he had a lot of good years, you know, early on in his, his career, but the last couple of years have been pretty much injury riddled. Like, he hasn't been himself. Maybe he slowed down, but past two years, you know, nobody's really heard from him. Besides the end of that Falcons game when he was lighting y'all up. Uh, we, well, they had that comeback. But, yeah, like, he was – I wouldn't say Hall of Fame track, but he was like a hundred catch guy for like three or four seasons straight. Like he was known as a, a really, really good possession receiver. And he's kind of fallen off. And I think this year with Derek Carr, like some people get on him because he doesn't like getting hit if you watch Derek Carr play. Like he would mm-hmm. throw the ball away in a heartbeat just like A-Rod. So that's, <laughs> that goes well for somebody that's, you know, a, a possession receiver. He doesn't run the most deep routes. Like he can hit him on a slant. He can hit him on any type of in route or whatever it is. And he can get it out quick to him. So I feel like outside of the tight end, that'll be like one of Derek Carr's best friends. Obviously, Alvin Kamara too, but outside of Alvin Kamara, maybe a tight end, um, he's going to be looking his way a lot. So I think he's going to have a better season because outside of Drew Brees, this is the best quarterback he's played with. And it's, it's just overdue because people used to talk about Mike Thomas always in the top 10. And he's nowhere near that right now. So mm-hmm. he needs to have a back, bounce back season for sure. And he's getting older too. Like after this year, he's, I don't think he's old. He's probably like 27. But Still, like people are gonna start forgetting about him really soon. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Perez was uh one of your one of your top five players that need to bounce back and they need to perform this year. Oh, uh, I think Mac Jones. I think this is a make or break year for Mac Jones. Um, yep. with the quarterbacks quarterback coming heavy, out, yeah. with the quarterbacks coming out next year and the Patriots potentially, like we just saw them in our power rankings. There, we have them in the bottom tier. So, you know, they, they got a lot of, you know, uncertainty. They don't even have a back of quarterback. You know, we don't even know <laughs> their receiver situation and all that. You know, Juju Smith, his knees are cooked, apparently, and all that. So they could be a team that could, you know, be in that top five hunt potentially. And if that means, if that's the case, that means Mac Jones didn't do enough and they'll probably take a quarterback. But yeah, I think Mac Jones has a lot of pressure and all that. And he didn't play great last season. And, you know, um, with the, like I said, with the quarterbacks coming out the next season, you know, there's what five, six, seven quarterbacks yeah. that could be first round picks as of right now. And obviously, that could change, you know, it probably will change. But, you know, if they got a potential to take a franchise, you know, Drake May or, you know, even Caleb, if, they, if they're that bad, they're going to do it. So I think this is a big, big time. Uh, he, he's got to step up if he wants to, you know, uh, be the starting quarterback for this team next uh next year so he definitely got a bounce back big time yeah 
Definitely. I, that was one of the players I was going to hit on. Cause like you said, I was, before we got on, I was, I was like, it, a lot of them are quarterbacks. Unfortunately, I know yeah. we're going to probably say a few names, uh, you know, in a second, but Mac Jones is definitely one of them. Cause like you said, it, there's a lot of quarterbacks that can easily replace him next year. If you just, you know, you get, you get the right guy, uh, a certain style of quarterback, you know, to surround him with certain receivers because the receiver course, like it's okay, but it's, it's injury riddled guys for sure. Devontae Parker, Jimmy, like you said, Smith Schuster. They're relying on Juju Smith and Devontae Parker. Like, like uh, it's, it's not looking good. Like, obviously, <laughs> they, they brought in Jaseki, which I mean, is a good pass catching tight end. That was solid. Yeah, that was solid. Yeah, it's not a receiver. But still, but, um, yeah, they, they got some work. Do they have a coordinator? They have a real coordinator this year, right? Yeah, Bill O'Brien. He's pretty good. Yeah. He's a pretty he's good, good coordinator and quarterback. So they got a real coordinator. I don't know what they were doing. Like they have Joe Judge and Matt Patricia as offensive. <laughs> Wasn't he a special teams guy? A special teams. Yeah, he was their special yeah. teams coach. Then he was with us for two years, and then they're like, "Yeah, you know what? We, we don't have a coordinator, so can you do it?" <laughs> it's crazy. It just it just weird how Bill does stuff. Like, and now that he doesn't have twelve to like mm-hmm. save him, it, it looks worse now. And it's like, oh, like dude. You need to figure it out, or like they might have to have like like with the Giants have a coffin. Like we don't want to fire you, mm-hmm. but like you kind of got to go. <laughs> so like we're not gonna fire you because you you will help us win six rings. But like, hey, like we're the fourth best <laughs> team in the division now. Like like the, like everybody is better, way better than us. Like we yeah. you know, we got to change something up. Can't keep like, you wake up. Exactly. Sure. <laughs> yeah, my one of my guys is he's on the screen. I got to start with with the home team. Um, we actually got a few guys, but I'm only going to name one on the team. But Kyle Pitts, um, not really like a bounce, but he has to have a big year, in my opinion, mm-hmm. if he wants to get paid. I'm sure someone will pay him, but if he wants to get paid by us, obviously, you know, that horrendous contract that was just given out about a week ago to TJ Hawkinson um, kind of reset the market a little bit. So um, I'm sure he's going to be wanting somewhere around that type of money. Younger guy, probably, you know, a little bit better of a pass catcher as well. And he can – he can he's a pretty decent blocker too, but obviously, you know, injured last year. Um like I said the year before that, I mean his best year obviously was his rookie year. Um just over a thousand yards with a few touchdowns or one touchdown, I think. Um so he had a he had a solid rookie year, obviously out pretty much all last year. And then this year, you know, he has Desmond Ritter as his quarterback. I know a lot of it's gonna be dependent on Desmond, which is unfortunate for Kyle, but he definitely has to, you know. He has to live up to the number four pick hype. Unfortunately, it's not fair to him, but I feel like that was still the right pick to go at that moment in time. Um, but he has to, to he has to perform. He has to live up to that pick. He has to produce for us offensively. Um, and he has to be the player that we all expect him to be coming out of college. Like I said, a lot of that's dependent on Desmond Ritter and how Arthur Smith uses him and everyone in the offense. I think he likes bigger, aggressive receivers, mainly because he likes to move everybody around and, and he likes kind of like a positionless type thing on the offense. So he's probably going to not only obviously have him lined up as tight end spots, he's lined up on the outside before. Um, so he's going to use them in different ways. But obviously, like I said, a lot of it's just depending on how Desmond Ritter um, plays. But hopefully he's able to stay healthy for a full season. I know it's not his fault. The way he got hit, I, I kind of expected him to kind of be out that entire season and tour or something. But hopefully he's able to stay healthy, um, is able to have a bounce back here and help us. Um, and that offense be a little bit better. Um, so he was my my fifth player. But Dad, you got any more? Oh uh, yeah, I have a couple more, but I'll just do one more. I got Jonathan Taylor. Uh, 
he's we know he's a good player, but he needs to perform for the sake of his NFL future and for running backs. He's fine for running backs. He what was it? His first year was decent. His second mm-hmm. year he took off. He was in the MVP race, and last year he was injured a lot. And they just had Colts had just like a terrible season overall. That was the worst. They ran through like four or five quarterbacks. They gave Jeff Saturday the coaching job. It was just it was a hot <laughs> But uh, like. Me personally, I feel him because I feel he's done enough to get paid, even though he hasn't done that much. Like, I think he just means that much to the team. Like, he's the best player outside of Darius Leonard and DeForest Buckner. And, but this is his fourth year. So he's going into contract year next year. Mm -hmm. I know he can get tagged, but it's weird. I I have a question. I'm tripping. Like, I know football, but I don't know the contract thing completely. Since he's a second round pick, they can't, they can still tag him, but they can't, like, the fifth-year option thing is off the table. Like, yeah, after the season, do they have his rights? Can he be a free agent, or can they tag him? They could tag him, yeah. Again? Okay. Yeah. Oh. I, think I was going to say, if he free option, this year be different. Yes, yeah, I think it's fifth-year option, like first-rounders. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, if he wants any shot at a long-term deal, I think he really needs to ball out. The Colts, obviously, I think they're trying to do it the right way. They're trying to, you know, not pay him early. But for the sake of his future, if he has another injury riddle season, why would they give him twelve or thirteen million dollars a year? What he's looking for, they might give him a one-year prove-it deal or put a, or tag him. So I, I think he, you know, he just he needs to have a big year. And I don't know what it is for running backs, but they're going to have to try to beat the system. Like the first mm-hmm. three, three years, you really you really have to ball out because teams will make you play out that four-year contract, tag you once, tag you twice. Now you're twenty-seven. You don't have to give mm-hmm. you a long-term deal anymore and let you go you know, fetch your way to one-year deals for the rest of your career. So you got to you gotta beat the system some way and try to get paid early by either coming out really young, not getting a lot of touches, coming out as like a 20-year-old or something. I don't know. But <laughs> it seems like once running backs get to 25 or 26, teams start to think that that's the new 35, and they don't want to mm-hmm. get any more long-term deals because they think at the end of – they think everybody declines at 28 or 29, when it's really, in my opinion, like 30, 31. But yeah. – uh, He's going to have to have a breakout year for him to get paid. And I know the Colts, like, they're, I mean, he's a good player, but availability is very important. And if he's not available to show that he's the best player, why would the Colts pay him like he's one? And I'm all for anybody in the AFC South, you know, falling out with their best <laughs> players. So, <laughs> but uh, John the Taylor definitely has to have a big year. For sure. Press, who you got? I know there's obvious ones like, you know, Dak Prescott and and uh, Russell Wilson and all that. But I'm going to go with Chase Young from the Cousins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, obviously, he had a lot of hype coming out and all that. Well, rookie of the year. Um, Obviously, in, you know, tore his ACL. And I didn't know he also messed up his Patel tendon too. So that kind of messed him mm-hmm. up. Um, So I think it's a biggie. They, did, they didn't, they didn't uh, exercise his fifth-year option and all that. So this is a big mm-hmm. year for him. You know, a big proving year, you know, because if he does have a big year, he'll probably get tagged. And whatever the tag is for, I'm sure for pass rushers, it's probably a big number. So he'll get a nice chunk of change with that if he has a big year. But he's ha- he's talented. He's super talented. But the injury that that ACL really messed him up. And uh, you know, and they and they paid what they paid Jonathan Allen. You know, Michael yeah. they picked up. Um, you know, they they have a lot invested in line. He was supposed to be the the guy on that line. Yeah. You know, so 
you know, him and Sweat together was supposed to be there. Sweat, you know, and and Jonathan Allen, you know, that was, you know, who's the other? They have someone else, right? For yeah, Deron Payne, the Deron Payne. Deron yeah. you know, so they have a nice defensive line, you know, when or if they're healthy and all that. And Chase is supposed to be that guy, but I think this is this is a big could be a big year for him. And we see guys in contract years tend to ball out, so I wouldn't be surprised if he's healthy, you know, um, that he has a monster year and all that. But you know, this is definitely a big year for him because. He has a monster year. He could, you know, he he gonna get franchise, and he has another year. He he can be a hundred million dollar man, or we could see him bounce around the league, and he's just be like, ah, what if? You know, he could be. It's either one or the other for him. So big yeah, year for right. him. Big year. For, but he he has the line to 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 have success. You know, it's not like, you know, he's just him. You know, they got you know, he's he's not gonna see a lot of you know one on one. So there's an opportunity to have a big season for him. You know, uh, he's surrounded by a lot of talent, especially in the interior. So. You know, we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, but uh, mm-hmm. I lowkey root for him. You know, because I don't know. I, I I was mad when the Giants won that game against Washington and they got the third pick instead of the second pick. We want to take an Andrew Thomas, which you know we just it worked out actually. Yeah. You know, because we and we just paid him, and now he's like one of the best offensive, you know, best young tackles in the league, best tackles period in the league now. So we kind of lucked. We kind of it kind of worked in our favor, but um, I still root for him. I think he's a good player and. You know, I think there's still a lot of talent in there despite some of the injuries. So, you know, uh, he's definitely someone that uh, could have a bounce back season. Yeah. Yeah, he was another guy in my top uh, top five as well. But definitely Chase Young, like you said, just because they declined that fifth-year option, he's been injury, injury-ridden. injury Like I said, he was highly touted coming out of Ohio State. He's supposed to be, like you said, that guy, that next pass rusher, that next generational pass rusher. Yeah. So. He could have a clowny type of career. Where, I was just about to say that. I yeah, was thinking he could, like, because clowny keeps getting jobs, and then he's like, you know, he's never like, like he's good enough to get a job. He's but good it's enough like, to get a job, but like, yeah. you're you're always like, man, what if? Like, because clowny is like, mm-hmm. we, we keep living off that 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 hit Michigan, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's like, you know, and he's always that like, he, he could have 15 sacks in a season, but he has eight, and it's like, like <laughs> there's something missing, and that could be Chase Young's career where he's always gonna get a. He's always going to get a shot because of the talent. That like clowny keeps getting shot because of his talent. But it's always going to be like, uh, well, he had six sacks this year. He probably should have had 12, 13, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like because you see the you see the moments. You, you see the glimpses of like, oh. And that's what pisses me off about Clowney. Like, like dude, <laughs> he could have been the great. He could have been, you know, what what Bosa is. like, and, and But it just never happened. What? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know. Exactly. Uh, and then I guess I'll finish out with one. Like you said, it's been obvious. It was like a lot of them are quarterbacks. They like said Russell, Dak, Mac, um, Justin Fields. No, we ain't hit on him. I think he, he definitely needs to have a, a big year. Um, obviously, because they just spent so much to put you know pieces around him to perform offensively. Like now, it's not. It, it's is no. It's not much of an excuse. Um, he has DJ Moore. He has Chase Claypool. Um, he has a nice little. Um, tandem in the backfield. So he, he has guys around him to help him be better in the defense. This isn't a slouch either. So, um, but my guy, I'm going to go op- another op- another running back as well. Um, he doesn't have too much pressure, but a, a little bit because um, I think he's probably one of the sleeper, but big components that of this offense is going to help them go. Um, but J.K. Dobbins, um, yeah, obviously they spent a second round pick on him. I didn't even realize like it's, been, it's he's going into his fourth year as well, but he's kind of been injury ridden too. Um, I know he was available a lot his rookie year, but they didn't play him much. I forgot who they had in the backfield. I want to say Gus Edwards and somebody else, but um, 
they basically asked our running back. Oh, Mark Ingram. I think it was that word, Mark Ingram. Yeah. Then he went to, then he went to Miami <laughs> oh. for a little bit. Yeah. So he, he didn't play much his first year, but then when he kind of broke out to the sea, like a few games, you can see flashes in yeah. there, but then obviously the ACL. Um, and then he, he kind of had a slow ride getting back. And I think last year he finished out the year pretty strong. Um, but I think was he, he's like 24, 25, something like that going into this year. Like that just said like 24, 25, 26. That's when they start looking at running backs and like you're old. We can replace you in the draft or we, we can sign another one um, somewhere else. Like they're not going to pay him big money. Um, but I think he's a big factor in how that office is going to go. Because obviously they now have pass, you know, pass weapons around Lamar, but they're not going to go away from the run game completely. And you don't, you want to be able to take some of that pressure off of Lamar. Shouldn't have to be the one having to run and throw all the time. So having a healthy JK in the backfield, I think will be good, not only for obviously that team and how they're going to run, but obviously for him as well, if he's looking to have somewhat of a, you know, a decent little running back contract, you know, mm-hmm. don't know what that market is going to look like for him um, when that time comes, but he's going to have to perform and stay healthy in order for that to even be a possibility. Um, like I said, we've seen flashes. He finished out the year strong last year. Um, if he's able to do it this upcoming year, who knows? Like I say they may be, he may sign another uh, contract with them. That offense may continue to go. But I think he has to have a big year in order for them to, you know, to be what we think they're going to be. I feel like, obviously, like, you know, running backs, are, there's so many running backs out there. They can probably replace them. Or like I said, they obviously have Lamar, but – I think more so for him individually, it's a, it's going to be a big year for him, but also like whatever he does, if it is productive, it's going to obviously help that team be an offense that we're expecting them to be this year. So he was one of my guys as well. Um, but yeah, so obviously I'm sure we have more guys we'll probably hit on this a little bit more tonight, but do want to finish up last few things that or last thing we are going to do before we head out. I know it's getting a little late. Got to get our pickups in for the week just because I know we're going to be busy. I'm being in Vegas, probably taking all of, uh, hopefully, our guys, our betting guys' advice, and hopefully I'm going to win some money. But what you call it? Ken did say parlay Jags and Falcons and win the division and thank them later. That was just a long play, but I'm looking for some quick cash when I get there. So we're going to do our pickups real quick, going to run through them real quick. Obviously, it's official me that I always do our uh, pickups for the year. Um, I'm going to go back yeah. to show and keep track, too. Yeah, I was about to say, now we keep it track. We keep it track, but this year, I feel I think we're gonna do. I was last year. I was we was gonna implement a punishment each week. Whoever lost, um, <laughs> we might do that this year. I might do it halfway though, because I don't know. We, we, we may get some crazy punishments that me or him may not want to do, but we, we may implement that this year, depending on how this week one goes. But real quick, Dad, run through your first your first game, which we'll is run through them. Kind of, we may give a little quick synopsis, but uh. Detroit, Kansas City, Thursday night game in two days. Who you got? All right. If Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones don't play, Chris Jones probably not going to play. I'm going to go with the upset in Detroit. I think they're going to come out ready, hungry, and not a Super Bowl hangover. But uh, I think Kansas City is just going to come out slow and Detroit's going to take advantage. And if there's no Travis Kelsey for real, I don't I don't see Sky Moore or uh, Kadarius Tony beating them. So I'm going Detroit. Perez, who do you think wins? The Kelsey injury is definitely big, but you know what? I'm still going to go with the champs. Hard to bet against them. Yep. They still got 15, so. Yeah. <laughs> They'll make it work somehow. 
I kind of want to lean that way as well. I definitely understand the points. Like I said, Troy probably coming out ready, hungry. But I, I'm, an, I'm not going to go against the chance. They haven't given me a reason to pick against them as of yet. Like I said, those are two, obviously, two big stars that they're going to be missing. It's going to be hard to make that up. Like you said, they really don't have a number one option at receiver. Sky Moore, Scout is fan, M, with MVP, and, or however you say his name, Scanlon. Yes, um, and Kateris, Tony, I, like you said, I, I, I don't really see how they get that done. Um, but they got 15, so they're going to make it work. Kansas City for me. Carolina, Atlanta, I got, of course, I'm going to go with my boys. We're at home. It's like, so it's, it's a, it should be a statement game. Like I said, it's, one, it's week one, but we need to win that game. There's there's no way around it. You you beat Carolina. Like, they're supposed to be a bottom five team, too. Like, you beat Carolina. But that who you got. I hate doing this, man. I'm Obviously, I'm going to pick against Atlanta later on in the season. But I'm going with the Falcons for week one. I think you guys just have the better roster. Um, some questions with Brian Burns about him playing as well. So, you know, we'll see. I mean, I would love for Bryce Young to throw for about 350. But I just think the Falcons are going to be a sleeper team this year. Um, so, yeah, I got them week one. Chris, round it out three, three and zero. Oh. Sweet, appreciate it. I appreciate the love because y'all, you, you really could have went the other way, but I appreciate it. Cincy, Cleveland, um, that's one of that's the one of the bigger games for sure. Might take me a second to think on it, but I'm gonna go with Cincy. Like it kind of makes me mad how good they've become and how quickly they became so good. It's just a hater in me, but I, if Joe Burrow is playing. And everybody else is playing. I kind of, I, I expect, like you said, that Cleveland's going to be a really, really good team. They got a really good defense, a really good defense. And if Deshaun can return to any form like he was in Houston, they're going to be a problem. Um, but I'm going to go with Cincy for week one. I know it's on the road as well, but I'm going to go Cincy week one. Who you got? Yeah, uh, Deshaun Watson redemption tour. I got Cleveland week one. I picked this a long time ago, but I got Cleveland. I think the AFC North is going to be like, they're going to beat each other up. So yeah, that's going to be a tough division. But, yeah, I got uh, Cleveland at home. And first off, before you move on, Cleveland always gives Joe Burrow problems. Like, I think he's, like, one in three worst in his career or something like that. But he always has his worst games versus uh, Cleveland. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Perez, you got? Yeah, I think I think Chubb has a, has a big game week one. They're at home. I think Watson, we still don't know which Watson we're going to get. It feels like it's been a while since we've seen – you know, Deshaun Watson, you know, play at a high level. But uh, I think he bounces back, and I'm going to take Cleveland. Okay. I feel, it. I feel it. I'm the only one on the sissy train this time. Jacksonville, Indianapolis. I think you already said it earlier that, but it should be a sweep. I'll go with Jacksonville. If we lose, you guys will not hear from me until overreaction Monday and then until the You're going to hear from Stu. That's the worst part. Forget about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not worried about Stu. Five minutes into the game, he's going to give up on the season time while they should tank for another quarterback. So I'm not, I'm not worried about that. That is facts. He's probably going to definitely overreact about the Anthony Richardson when <laughs> like, he's a rookie, bro. Like, let, like, yeah. let him make his mistakes. But uh, Tampa, Minnesota, Minnesota. It's going. I feel like it's going to be a bad game. Like it's this not going to be. A good I don't even game. care about this game. This is not, <laughs> it's not going to be a good game. I know there's another game like the Arizona Washington is bad, yeah, but I might have like some. Uh, this one is just. Uh, 
I forgot who that was that said that game might be a tie. I think it was Cole. He said it might be a nice Yeah. Yeah. I mean, curse, but that's a this is a tough one. I, I really feel like Tampa, like Tampa doesn't have a terrible roster. I mean, they're it's not the same. And I know Tom's not there, but they still have Mike and Chris. We got so big quarterback, bro. Come on. <laughs> That's what I said. Got yeah, right. You're right. And I don't know who's covering Justin Jefferson. And I think Jordan Addison is going to have a great year as wide receiver, too, with all those double teams. So I got Minnesota. Minnesota should win comfortably. They should. I'm like I said, I already took them, but I, I, I expect them to. Um, who got next? San Fran, Pittsburgh. Oh, we got Tennessee, New Orleans, my fault. Um, I feel like that might be. Like, I feel like that might be a tough game, too. Like, Tennessee, like, we haven't talked much about Tennessee whatsoever, the sign or anything like that. But, I mean, they, they have an okay offense, and we – they always seem to come through defensively. Like, obviously, they're well coached. Like, they just, they just seem to they surprise you. Like, they always just stay around. Like, there's never – they're never too bad, and they're never, like, really good, but they always pull out, like, certain wins against certain teams like this. I don't know. I'm gonna go New Orleans only because they home, and I'm expecting them to have a decent year. Like they're not bad. Like Derek Karsh is in a pretty good situation, so I'm gonna go New Orleans for Week One. I think it's a close game, though. Who you got that? I wanna, I wanna pick the Saints. I think they're gonna win, but I'm gonna go with the Titans in a little, not even an upset. Like you said, people always sleep on the Titans uh, because they tr- were turning downwards last year. But as long as Rabel's there and they have 22 mm-hmm. catching the ball, it's just going to be tough to beat them. Like, they will lift the hell out of the clock. They'll find any way to beat you. Like you said, the defense, it doesn't matter who they have out there. They're going to play. I don't know. They play assignment football. So, going with the Titans. Yeah, I don't trust the Saints. I don't, I'm not a Derek <laughs> Park guy. I know Tennessee's on the down, you know, the, they're, they're, they're trending – South, but I can see this being a game where Derrick Henry reminds people that he's Derrick Henry and go for like a buck seventy-five and just go crazy. Yeah, like that one. I I got that gut feeling that he's gonna do something crazy and have one of those games, two, three touchdowns and all that. So I think uh, they still got talent. They got some nice young receivers. I'm gonna go Tennessee with the upset. You want to call an upset? Yeah. I'm on the other end of a lot of all the lot of the picks today, but it could work in my favor. It could not. So we're gonna see after week one. Like you said, overreaction when overreaction Monday comes around. But San Fran Pittsburgh. Um, I'm going San Fran for the first game. I know still a little bit of question about well, not a question about Purdy at the quarterback position. Like even if there was questions there, I I'm not betting against that defense and. With a healthy McCaffrey, Devo, everybody else, they'll they'll make plays. All you just gotta do is get the ball in their hands. So, but Pittsburgh this year isn't no slouch. Their, their defense is really solid this year. And then offensively, we expect a lot from Pickens, Pickett, and Najee too. But I'm gonna go San Fran. I think just the experience. Well, shit, can't even say that. Obviously, <laughs> coaching wise, it's go, it's going it's gonna be a battle. I think it's it's probably gonna come down to coaching. It's gonna come down to a few key plays. But I'm gonna go San Fran on the road. This is one of my other upsets of the week. I got Pittsburgh. I've been calling this one out for a while. I think T.J. Watt and uh, I forgot the other dude's name. I know they drafted Nick Herbig too, um, the rookie, fourth-round rookie, but they're going to be on Purdy's ass, I feel like. Um, Pittsburgh's a sleeper team. They got running backs. They got receivers. Offensive line's got a little better throughout the draft, and the defense is always going to be straight. And 
I don't think Brock Purdy's seen a safety like Minka Fitzpatrick, and I think he's going to play mm-hmm. with him a little bit. Uh, I could see him throwing a pick or two. I know Purdy had a great rookie year, but there's still going to be growing pains, and I'm not saying, obviously, they're going to have to bench him, but I don't think – he's going to lose some games this year, and there's going to be one. We're going to see Sam Darnold this year play a lot of football. I think he'll play a little oh, bit. Wow. Yeah, yeah I think eventually he'll get – yeah, eventually. Yeah, I think – But I you think Sam's going to – immediately? Harder. I think Pitt wins this game. I think Pittsburgh. Like I said, Minka Fitzpatrick might make Brock Purdy's day very difficult. Watts back, healthy. Pittsburgh's always – we can never count out Pittsburgh and all that. We want to, but, you know, uh, they got really, really close games. They're at home, too. I didn't even know that. They're in Pittsburgh, yeah. too. So, so mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think Pitt gets the upset, if you want to call it upset, too. But, you know, I don't, I don't trust the quarterback situation. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Shanahan has botched the quarterback situation, and because they just have so much talent everywhere else, they've been able to yeah. make up massive yeah. that. But like, he's botched the quarterback situation terribly. Him and Lynch have messed it up. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and if they were any other team, they'd be getting killed. But because they have a you know talent everywhere else, but they've probably cost themselves a, a Super Bowl or two because of the quarterback stuff. So, and it oh, seems no. like. This is the year where they probably – I don't know why they didn't go after Aaron Rodgers. I still don't get that. That doesn't make any sense why they did not go after Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I never <laughs> will understand that. Like, he's from California. It wasn't he a point? I don't know. That never made sense to me. Like, <laughs> never made sense. So, like, I don't get that. Like, why they didn't – like, you're a quarterback away from literally maybe could win back-to-back Super Bowls. Like, I don't get why they didn't – it doesn't make sense. So <laughs> – it, it, it just bothers me because Shanahan has been messing up. He's cost, you know, you know, you know what I know. in the past. You know, he probably should have two. You know, and then the one with the with the against the Chiefs where he was up ten and he just yeah. like forgets how to coach in the fourth quarter. But he he's he's botched the quarterback situation. I think uh, I know everybody's on the 49ers because you know they got a great team overall, but you know they got great linebackers. You know, Warner's a beast and all that, but. That quarterback and I, to 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 go into that season with that quarterback situation when you're literally like on the cusp of being a Super Bowl champion, you know, contender. I, I don't get it. Aaron Rodgers is right there for you. Like, <laughs> I, I'll never get that. And if the Jets do anything this year special, like if they win the Super Bowl, like Shanahan should get fired. Yeah, well. like, <laughs> even if they like, even if they win a division, no, he should get fired if the. If, Rodgers of the simple fact that yeah. Rodgers is in the deal. You, ha- you could have had him. Like, you can't tell me you could have made an <laughs> offer. Like, and you can't tell me he wouldn't have been like, yeah, of course I would love to go there. Like, I could win a Super Bowl. Like, yeah. you know, it was like the only team that's interested after that was the Jets. It's like, I- I'll never understand it. That there, I was like, why aren't they going after Aaron? Like, they don't trust, they don't like Trey Lance, obviously. You know, why not go after Aaron Rodgers? Like, I don't know. That no, I won't go. It bothers me. It bothers me. I don't, every time I see Shanahan, I'm like, you're an idiot. And him and Lynch, you're just idiots. So whatever. Like, I hope they lose. <laughs> like, it just bothers me. Like, you go at you. If, if if we're all GMs, let's be real. If we're GMs and we're like, yo, Aaron Rodgers is done with the Packers, should we not go after him? Because like, if he's on our football team, we're winning the Super Bowl. That would be my mindset, but whatever. Hey, Brock Purdy. All right, cool. Sam Darnold. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you're going to rely on Sam Darnold and Brock Purdy 
to, 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 to try to get you a Super Bowl. Good luck. Good luck with yeah, that. Good luck. Good luck with that. That's crazy. That's just crazy to think you're going to go in, you know, with a Super Bowl ready team. I could do a whole podcast about it because that bothers me so much that they did not. Aaron Rodgers is right there. He's still Aaron Rodgers, and you, you didn't get him. California kid. It just made so much sense, but it's Shanahan and Lynch. Sometimes they get away with so much stuff. They get away with too much because Lynch is not a good GM. He really isn't a good GM, but whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I guess it's just somehow because they reload. Because wasn't it a few, few years ago they got they, – they, they weren't able to hold on to um, – We drafted Solomon Thomas too. Tom, um, yeah. To get away oh. with too much. It's whatever. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm always. I'm all for Kyle Shanahan failures. Like that. I can. I can watch that all day. Keep those coming. I'm. I'm cool with it. If it's going to be, uh, it's going to be this year. Yeah. Because you relying on Sam Darnold, Brock <laughs> Purdy. Good luck, my man. Yo, Good luck. See. All right. Last weekend, I think we hit the hit the mid part. But um, last few games, I think we got was it Arizona, Washington, Washington for me. <laughs> That's going to be another dud. <laughs> Definitely a dud. That's but a I'm going to go with Washington. Yeah, Washington should win there. Hopefully. Yeah. We don't Washington know. Who's the final quarterback for them, for the Cardinals? Is it Dobbs? It's yeah, Dobbs, yeah. Dobbs, yeah. They cut so. McCoy, right? I think so. I don't know what they're doing. They, they like, <laughs> he was there the whole summer, and then they cut him, like, in the middle of training camp. I was like, bro, what is what? Me tanking. They're going for it. They're going for Kyler. <laughs> they, they're going to get rid of Kyler. Yeah. Which is another another franchise that just messes up quarterbacks every time. Like, <laughs> hey, I love it though. I love it. I want every team that has a solid quarterback to mess up the situation. I get like people don't like Kyler, but I feel like a lot of teams would be fortunate to have a quarterback that talented. I know he's like, he's not like. A dick, but he's he's not the best teammate. He's not the best teammate, but he's a good player. Like I've been watching him since he was like fourteen, and he just he makes plays, bro. He has a bad attitude. He doesn't watch film, but he <laughs> got you little when you got a bad attitude. You can't be little and have a bad attitude like that in the NFL. Yeah, I know. But it's just like the fact that people act like he's just like nothing. Like I can name. I can name half. He's better than half the quarterbacks in the league, in my opinion. So yeah, nah. There's talent there. He's still he's gifted. It's just, you know, I don't know. It's just a weird. It's just a weird situation. And then you surround them by like you don't have a lot of talent anymore. Like it felt like they had a lot of talent two years ago. Now the talent they have like the worst roster in football. You know, they just traded Simmons to us. You know, like (laughs) for a seventh round pick, like Chris. They missed a big time but do you remember this though i know both of y'all remember like when that draft happened everybody wanted isaiah not everybody yeah. he ran that yeah, i was hoping he failed to him i was yeah, the giant, i want him on the giants in that draft bro he was the pick before, i think he went to pick before the jaguars like i'm just praying that he would have fought still one more pick but i'm glad we that draft was terrible for us too so no matter <laughs> we deserved it yeah <laughs> that's crazy and then yeah. I mean, y'all, so y'all got y'all a, a, a young because I think he said he wanted to play safety, but they was keeping Matt linebacker or something like that. I don't know. So it's a no, crazy they, no, but, uh, the Cardinals had him playing strictly safety, safety yeah. but he was like a he's a blitzer, he's a hybrid. Put him, yeah. don't yeah. put him just on, put him on the field and just go, 
get the Figure zero hit ball. Yeah, like sometimes yeah. it's simple, but yeah. you know the Cardinals because they they're just a horrible organ. They just don't know how to develop players. They didn't know what to do with him. So like, it's simple. You'll put him on the field, make a play, bro. That's it. Make plays. We don't yeah, need to do it. Have the perfect D coordinator for that too. Wink loves the blitz. Mm-hmm. Wink loves the blitz. You can have so much fun with him. Yeah, moving him around, just you know, moving go. around. So many packages for him. Like he's still just getting go. acclimated to the system and all that. So he probably won't start. Right away, but he 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 he's gonna play like, by week two. He's gonna get the system and he'll yeah he'll be, he'll yeah, be he'll awesome. Us. Yeah, you know what happens with that though. You know what happens with that. Like when you don't know the system like that, okay, just go get the ball. Exactly <laughs> right. We ball get ball right, and that's because he started the first preseason. Like uh, when we traded for him, he played that next preseason. I think it was against we played the Jets or whatever. Yeah, because he got a next preseason game, and he made some plays and all that, but. Once he gets comfortable, and because Wink, you know, Wink has a multiple set, multiple different fronts and all that, and it, with uh, with Thibodeau and, and, and Lajari and all that, we're going to be able to do a lot of fun stuff defensively. So, mm. but the Cardinals game for nothing, seventh round pick, that's crazy. I, I thought that was a typo. Like, nah, third round. <laughs> I'm like, oh, the Cardinals just don't give a damn no more. Oh, Unloaded <laughs> anybody, everybody. Cares. It's but nice little piece for y'all. Houston, uh, Houston, Baltimore. Baltimore, Baltimore. Yeah. Green Bay, Green Bay, Chicago. It's a lot of questions both ways for me. Like, what does Jordan yeah. Love gonna look like? Is Chicago gonna take that next step? But for the sake of week one, I'm gonna go Chicago. But I think it's gonna be a game. I go Chicago. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm going Chicago too because they're at home. But like you said, I think it's going to be a, a good close game, divisional battle, obviously. But I think, I think Chicago should be a little bit of a coming out party. Hopefully, well, hopefully, as we just see good things from the offense and good things from Justin Fields. That's what I'm hoping for. Uh, Vegas, Denver, another well, one that kind of has questions both sides. But I think I'm gonna go with Denver too. Yeah, I go Denver. I think I think it can't get worse for Russell Wilson. Like. It, it can, but it, I, I can't see it being worse than what it was last year with Nathaniel Hackett as the head coach. Like he got a real, he's got a real head coach with Sean Payton. You know, I, things are going to get better. You know, um, Williams has come back from the ACL. You know, I know Judy's going to be out. Um, but they still, they got, they still got some solid. They got that. What's his name? That that rookie they drafted. Um, uh, Min. Yeah, yeah, I think it's Mims and all. But, Mims, yeah, uh, he's fast. You know, so they got some, they got some, they got talent. The defense is soft. You know, I feel bad for the defense last year. I felt like it, it kind of had some low key like two thousand Ravens vibes, where like they're dominating <laughs> and like the offense is doing nothing. But well, it was just worse because you have a, like a quarterback you invested crazy money and draft picks mm-hmm. on. So, but uh. Denver sure they should win. They should they should have a bounce back. So uh and the rate and the Raiders uh <laughs> Devontae, I know he's punching he's punching air that he's stuck. Devontae's yeah. he's stuck in that. Yeah, Devontae, man. Yeah. I mean he's still gonna ball out and all that, but I think he wants to win though. Like I'm not saying he's old, but he's not like yeah, he's not that young guy that one needs 120 catches like he wants to win mm-hmm. at the same time so he's not worried he already got the stats yeah. he got his what you know that's he wanted to go to the raiders you know he should have just to just wait and just followed aaron to follow, go yep exactly just wait <laughs> and follow but, but it's whatever 
he got himself in that situation. That's where he wanted to be. Philly, New England. Philly. This is my third upset of the day. I think I called, yeah, I called three. This is my third one. I think the Pats are going to beat the Eagles this week one. Bills had all year to prepare for Jalen in that offense. Um, I think they're going to give him trouble. And they're, uh, I think they're retiring Tom's jersey or something. They're hanging it up somewhere. So the less going to be kind of lit. You don't think so? They, they, uh, he should have this whole jersey wrapped around the stadium. <laughs> like, it should be the, every day should be a jersey day for him. Like, oh, man. Um, yeah, I, 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 mean, I hope I hope it is an upset. I obviously I hope the Eagles lose every game, but um, I think I think the Eagles take care of business. I just I don't I don't I don't know what this Patriots team is. I, I just don't get it. <laughs> and that Eagles roster is crazy. It, their yeah. roster is just <laughs> it, it's just all types of it's all types of nasty. So yeah, yeah I'm gonna take the Eagles. Yeah. Miami Chargers. Should be another good game for the day. Um, I'm, I'm kind of stuck on that one. I'm gonna let you go first, Dad. Who won last year? Chargers won last year. This is. I would not bet on this game. Um, I'm gonna go Miami. I think I'm the over. I'll take the yeah. over. On this. Yeah. It's week one. It's week one. <laughs> There's no defense in week one. They they. It's gonna be a fun one. I, I'll go first. I'll take. I'm take. I'll take Miami. I think uh, I love the most. I love this Miami team. I love it. I I I know relying on Tua's health is the biggest concern. But even if they put Mike White back there, he could fling that thing. You know, he had his moments with the Jets and all that. So uh, and McD- and uh, that that madman they have as a head coach. You know, um, uh, I think their their defense is, is 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 solid and all that. Uh, I, I like Miami. I think Miami. They, they upset the Chargers, and I like Miami a lot this mm-hmm. year. So I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Miami too. They'll have Jonathan go. Taylor by Week Five anyway, too. So uh-huh. he'll be uh-huh. a yeah, hopefully not that. That they need to just do that because that 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 monster that solidify that, everything. That if they want to make Tua's life somehow as easy as possible, go get Jonathan Taylor, and now you have monsters just all speed everywhere. I don't know. Something's telling me the Chargers for some reason, and I think I'm gonna go with them. In these type of games, I go with the home team for some reason. But I, I, I know the they still have. A, they're the better version yeah. of the Falcons. They just they like are, they are the Falcons of the West. They find the a way to lose. Yeah, they do. I'm, I don't go with them just solely the fact that I think they have playmakers at receiver, and I know they have a solid. Secondary, but I feel like the Jalen Ramsey's injury is going yeah. to show and hurt a little bit more than what we're thinking. Yeah, I think we, I think it's going to hurt a little bit more than what we're thinking. And obviously, Herbert can sling the, the ball around as well. They still – they obviously drafted Quentin Johnson. They got Mike Williams. They still have Jim yeah. Allen. They got, they got Palmer, too. They got a nice – Yeah, they got some nice receivers. Like, they got some guys that can spread Everett the ball around. Too, like, right? everyone, I think Joe Everett's still there, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Everett, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go Chargers. I so think like, I think they win. It's weird though. Like Jalen Ramsey, he matches up real good against the big receivers too. So that mm-hmm. would matter for this game. It like Mike Williams, uh, the dude from uh, TCU, Quentin Johnson, mm-hmm. he's on the yeah. team too. So it's gonna be rough. Yeah, I think that's I think that's where the downfall is gonna come. So I'm gonna go with Chargers on this one. Yeah. Rams, Seattle, Seattle, Seattle. It's crazy. I'm gonna, 
Nah, I know. <laughs> the quickness that we all said it with. I don't know. I think like, that's it. We're sleeping on the Rams. I mean, I I think they could make it a game, but I'll, I'm gonna take Seattle. But I think I think they could make it a game. I don't think Cooper Cup's playing, bro. He went like. Oh he, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. They, they said he might be ready, but I guess I don't think. Yeah, he's probably not. Even you if he plays, they're gonna be ready for uh to to be a host next year. And all <laughs> I ain't going through this tank and stuff. He's too rich for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dallas. Giants, we already know where Perez is going with that one. On the G, man. I give the Giants a chance because they're at home. It's week one. And I'd love to see the Cowboys go 0-1 and then, like, the topic on ESPN be like, should they move on to Fort Lance or something? You know, some, some bull crap after one week. Oh, Trey Lance starting. If if if, <laughs> if Dak has, like, a throws an interception late and the Giants win, the Trey Lance stuff is going to just go. Have it's, not gonna stop. it's not going to stop. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Cowboys, though. I think I'm going to be honest. Like, I know we didn't really talk about this. We didn't have like a preview show to like say to like the Super Bowl champ. But I think if any year, I really think the Cowboys are going to go far. Like, I think they're going to make it to at least the conference championship this year. I have a weird feeling. I don't know why. And I hate the Cowboys, but I think. They have a good team. This is, I the think year this is it. Like if if they do get it, it has to be this year. I don't think it's yeah. after this year. Like I, I don't I don't see it happening. Like if if they are gonna make a run, this mm-hmm. is the year. You this gotta be. Year. Okay, so, we're saying the the NFC is so weak this year. I feel like it's not gonna be like that for too much longer. Like I think next year or two, it's gonna be it's gonna turn back over to where it's a little bit more balanced between. Because obviously, the AFC has probably like eight to nine teams right now fighting for them seven playoff spots and nfc we're like what we're talking about we're talking about no we had geno 40, Smith starter in yeah, the pro bowl like exactly <laughs> we're talking about 40, we're talking about seattle being a top five team in, in the nfc possibly so it, if it any year it got to be the cowboys year this year right. to to make some type of noise right because right, who would you say is the best quarterback in the nfc right now what is it, Jalen Hurts? Yeah, it's Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, probably. That's yeah. crazy to think. Like Jaylen after Hurts one good season, that. one really good season, mm-hmm. and then we look at the at the at the AFC, and like Justin Herbert might be like the fifth best quarterback, and he he's probably the best in the NFC. Like it's just crazy. Like the mm-hmm. the quarterback discrepancies in, in each conference. Like yeah, it's weird. So like it it got to be this year. Uh, I don't know. I think I'm a. It's a tough game too. I didn't realize this. It's a good amount of tough games this week one. I want to go with the Giants, but like I feel like I just my morals won't allow me to do it. So I think I'm gonna go Cowboys too. Like you said, that I, I, it's gonna be a close game though. But I feel like the Giants are gonna win, but I just can't. I can't pick them. I just can't pick them. But I feel like they are gonna don't win. Trust them. I I just I don't know. It's just something about the Giants. Like going into this year, I feel like they're just they're gonna put it all together and they're gonna just be a solid team. But I just won't I can't pick them. I'm gonna go Dallas. Buffalo, Jets. You got this game gonna be wild. Because listen, it's September eleventh. It's in New it's York. New York, York two New York teams. Yeah. We got two two New York teams. You know, I can imagine the tailgate that I've been to Jet games, but I haven't been to a Jet Bills game, and I can imagine how crazy those, you know, that tailgate's gonna be. You know, at my life, but the atmosphere is gonna be crazy. A Rod's first game, but I kind of feel like Buffalo is kind of being slept on. 
slept yeah. on this year, which is kind of crazy because we a lot of team we picked them. You know, I picked them to win the Super Bowl. You know, you know, last thought they're gonna do it last year, but like they kind of slept on. Like people were like, oh well, you know, they they're not riding it with no more. They, you know, Josh Allen and all that. You know, with the with the weird stuff going on with Diggs, but. I feel like they're kind of being slept on a little bit. Um, they definitely are. So, but this is tough. But you know what? I I think they 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 ruin a Rod's day home debut, the first game as a Jet, and I think the Bills. You know the they and remember the Jets beat them last year at MetLife. Mm-hmm. So, I think they get revenge, and I think they show people that they shouldn't be gets being slept on because everybody is kind of forgotten about the bills and like they still have a good really good football team so uh i'm gonna go with the bills i don't know man this is like if i do any betting this week it's not gonna be on spreads or anything it's just gonna be like prize picks fantasy because i'm not these games are too hard to touch i i really i can see go either way like the bills have had so much talk like just because they lost in the second round, it's the way they lost too. But like everybody quit on them. Josh Allen's automatically behind Joe Burrow. All this mm-hmm. stuff. Like I feel like they hear all that. Stephon Diggs doesn't want to be there. Um, I mean, I don't know. And then the Jets, like everybody. All right, they defense was good last year. A Rod did get there, but everybody is like they're skipping the line. They're top seven team already. They're picking mm-hmm. the in the division. They haven't done anything. Yeah. So like I. I really don't know which way to go, but I'm going to trust my gut, and I'm going to pick the better football team as of now. Like, they've all played together longer. I'm going to go Buffalo. But it wouldn't surprise me if the Jets, like, kind of, like, blew them out because they did add A-Rod. They added Dalvin Cook, too, which is a sleeper. And if they have the two-headed monster, like, Brees Hall looks how he did his rookie year with Dalvin, going to be tough to stop. But I'm going to go with Buffalo. I think Buffalo is motivated because that last game they put on tape was pretty bad. They got smacked around by uh, Cincy. Yeah. Definitely. I same thing, everything that you said that it's just like it's kind of like one of those things, like you said, just one of those teams that got too much well, I guess what cost was it is too much preseason hype. And then I, I feel like they're gonna go out there and just like lay an egg and we're just like, well damn. I mean we expected more, but it's like if you think about it, yeah, like they added a rod, but it's like they still they're still very young. Still young coach, still it's still crazy how young they are. Like yeah. they're very young. So like that's a that's they're a very fact. young but very talented. And that's you add same. you add everything that you know a, a Rogers has brought coming from you know Green Bay, mm-hmm. and now you add New York to it, and now that's just it just leveled up. Now you got yeah. you know we got to see all sauces. Sauce is living off the nickname, right? And like. Mm-hmm. And he still, you know, live off that, you know, that all pro year, year one. Like he, he's gonna get tested, you know. And yeah. now that there's more hype and all that, you know, Garrett Wilson and all like there's a lot. So like can they handle that New York pressure? Cause think about it. Last year they were they were under the radar, but this year all the hype, and you know how it is in New York. If they mm-hmm. if they, if the Bills smack them, if the Bills smack them, you're gonna hear it after just one game. <laughs> you're gonna hear after just one game. Mm-hmm. So like there's pressure for the Jets, so like they haven't been yeah. used to this for a little bit, you know. Yeah. So like this, this comes with a lot. That's why I feel like the Bills is like they they just should appreciate they should like this because they're all the pressures on the Jets. September 11th, Aaron Rodgers' first yeah, game yeah. Is, is is at home, and it's Monday Night Football. Look at the three factors, and you in New York, New York. That's a lot of pressure for. It's a lot to get the dub. That's that's a lot. 
And the Bills, Maybe. like, they get disrespected because they are actually their only real New York team because the Jets and Giants play. <laughs> so, Jersey, so yeah. like, they live off that, right? And that's a real thing. Bills fans take that personal, like. Like they take that real personal and all that, so and they got a they they bring a good uh they got a good crowd. Bills they they travel well, bro. Yeah, they're gonna be all up in that. But it's not close. Buffalo is it's in New it's York. Hours. It's like deep. <laughs> it's yeah. like six what five six seven hours. Like it's not close at all. So like, but they travel well. So you know, oh yeah, out uh, there. I learned the hard way when they played us in the playoffs in 2018. Like it was like it wasn't bad, but it was like. 25% Bills fans. Yeah. They're looking like Steelers fans. Like Steelers fans travel really mm-hmm. well. They weren't Everywhere. even good at the time, though. So I imagine now they're good in 2018. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They travel well, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm going a, I'm to a go Jets, but I can easily see them losing. Like you said, it's, it's just too much pressure for one game, I feel like. And they always say everybody's folding under pressure, but it's a lot of storylines just going into that one game. And like you said, based off the results, it give you a lot of storylines coming out of it as well. So we're going to see, but I'm going to go with the Jets for the sake of the pickums. We have a lot of differences in our picks this week. So we're already starting off week one. It could go one way or the other. We don't know, but definitely, um, Definitely a good slate of games that we're expected to have, and I can't wait for Sunday to roll around like that. So I'm, I'm probably going to stay on prize picks this week, just player props. I'll, I'll hit I'll hit Bovado next week or something like that. But um, appreciate you, Prez, obviously, for jumping on, hopping on, um, being with us with some of the college football talk in week one, the NFL preview. Um, of course, you know, shout out what you got working on. Obviously, the tags, you know, obviously we know where to find all of our work and obviously we'll hit on that at the end of the show, but uh, anything cooking up that you got going? Uh, I did, I did a show with Ian Eagle, you know, uh, last week. Oh, yeah. so if you want to check that out. You know, he, he was really dope and kind of like his story of how he led to, you know, getting the NFL and CBS job and, you know, working for the, the nets. And then now he's going to be doing the final four, taking over, you know, for Jim Nance, which is, which is pretty, pretty, pretty cool and all yeah. that. Check that out. That was like forty-five minutes. That's one of the better shows I think I've done. You know, real fun. And he he's just a he's just a really cool dude and all that. So check that out. Obviously, um, me and Kev are gonna be starting to get a bucket soon. You know, get into our college conference oh, yeah, you know, and get into you know the high school recruiting seat and all that. We'll probably start probably hopefully get something started this week. Work my work schedule's been crazy with this new job, so I haven't been able to do. I've barely even tweeted. Let alone put a podcast <laughs> out, you know. So, uh, um, but basketball season's it's been a little, it's been a little quiet so far. But you know how that only all, all we need is a Woj bomb, and then it, it gets back. It's it gets better. back. You know, uh, whatever Damian Lillard's doing. You know, we're waiting for him to stir <laughs> up the the Twitter sphere and all that. But uh, you know, um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. You can follow me at off the ball pod, you know, and off the ball OTB underscore network on Twitter. You know, uh, check out the website. Obviously, we got a lot of good stuff there. And uh, the YouTube, follow us on YouTube and all that. YouTube is going up. So, uh, you know, uh, yeah, appreciate you having me on. I, I don't get to talk a lot of football. So when you said you were doing something, I was like, let me see if I can hop on and, and uh, talk some football. So I uh, appreciate you for having me on. For sure, for sure. And like uh, always, welcome you and, of course, any of the OTBN guys. And then, who knows? We may start doing a thing where we, we, we bring some fans on here and there to 
maybe get something off their chest after the week is over. So uh, we'll, we'll definitely be on. Like you said, we're back to regular scheduling program um, now that football season's back in full effect. Um, but like Press said, definitely follow um, us and follow the guys on O2BN um, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, obviously, Omar puts out great articles pretty much like every day. Perez just did a, uh, like you said, show with Iron Eagle. I think the Hoopers got something cooking up coming oh, in about 10 days. Yeah, they got um, something coming. So that's definitely going to be dope. Definitely watch out for that. Ken shows in the morning. Um, and Phil Stormers is back as well. Yeah, We're locked cool. into that. Um, definitely locked into that. They just did a show, I think, yesterday um, that I got to watch. So definitely check yeah. that out as well. Um, but, yeah, you know where to follow us. All the tags are down below. Um, anything before we head out, anything you got that? Uh, no, nah, really just looking forward to this podcast season. I like when football season comes around, I'm a little more active. And my team's winning. Every team I pull for is good. Jaguars, the Braves, Florida State. The Magic going to be okay. We're turning upwards, so that's all that matters. Hey, Magic. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to everything. Um, got a squad. And I just think this. I don't know. It's going to be interesting because Jaguars are going to be winning and – I'm gonna be unbearable. I'm gonna be talking my shit the entire year, and I haven't been able to talk my shit since I've been in this chat. So they're gonna have to deal with me. And when Trevor Lawrence is top three, top four in MVP voting, um, it's gonna be a long season for people like Perez. So I'm looking forward to the show. This is where I'm gonna bring to you my emotions, my crying, and my shit talking. So I'm just looking forward to the season. But that's all yeah. I got. It's supposed to be a good year for both of us. So hopefully that comes to fruition. You're going to see Tony, you know, Tony Khan do a press conference crying about his quarterback. <laughs> that man emotional, man. <laughs> you see how he handles his wrestlers, and that's not like, that's pretend and all. I don't get into any of that stuff, man, with them. But uh, they they like to spend money, so I'm okay with that. Any yeah, they got they money. They spend money. The money they got is crazy. The fact that he can give his son, like, all right, just start a wrestling company. <laughs> go, go go get away go start a wrestling i'll give you a hundred million dollars go go <laughs> no nah, man i'm just looking forward to everything this football season i feel like i mean obviously we always have this long break but i've kind of missed it more this year but maybe it's because my team's like i'm excited for the season you know yeah. it's a random thing you know because you know how tony khan he owns AEW. so wwe you know how they have when the guys win like the super bowl and all that they got they give them the belts yeah mm-hmm. The Jaguars declined that. So, because obviously it's weird, like WWE's giving the Jaguar and then the, the owner of the Jaguars owns the, their rival company. So, like, mm-hmm. if the Jaguars win the Super Bowl, if it does they happen, don't get no you don't see them wearing WWE belts like Patrick Mahomes was doing with the Chiefs and all that. So, that was funny when I saw that because everybody has their own belts on the website except mm-hmm. for the Jaguars. Oh, somebody! Yeah. I saw somebody just in the wrestling saying that, but I didn't understand what he meant by that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because every time, every time, whoever wins the championship, have you seen they 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 yeah. uh, WWE gives them the belt. They give them a customized like the Chiefs. They got their own. You saw Patrick Jones holding the belt. So if the Jaguars are in the Super Bowl, you're not going to see them wearing the championship belt because their rivals are out. They AEW is owned by Tony Khan and the Cons. So. It's all that, good. that was funny. I saw that. No, that's yeah, all good. AEW belts. You're gonna see you're gonna see Trevor Lawrence with the AEW belt, which is it, it, it don't look as it good. Don't hit the same. <laughs> but that's just a little weird. That's just a little thing. Like they can't wear that. Yeah, so. Hey, we don't want to know same. the wrestling is fake anyway, so we don't want to wear that belt anymore. <laughs> Tony Khan with them them crackhead eyes, like yo. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's always did you, did you hear what happened to him? Not to get off the boat. You heard what happened to him? <laughs> you know, I don't know if you know the wrestler CM Punk. So they got it. They had they did a show in Wembley, in Wembley Stadium. Yeah, eight thousand people, and obviously he's the show he runs. He, he owns the company, so but he also writes. He's the lead producer. So what happened was CM Punk. They got into an argument. Some dude got into an argument with CM Punk, and the CM Punk really threatened him. And so he went on TV the following what this past Wednesday and did a whole like a ten minute saying his life. He feared for his life, which it's not. He didn't really fear. <laughs> he like did his whole ex- exaggerating like thing, and like it, it's, and you see his eyes just like this. I feared for my life. I thought I was gonna get. <laughs> it's like, bro, come on now, stop it. You got all these big ass wrestlers on there. You fear for your life, and CM Punk is not a big dude. Like, yeah, he's probably like five ten. Like, he's not bigger than other guys. That he's not intimidating. It's not like it was like uh, you know, like the Big Show. Like mm-hmm. coming at you, like we like, oh, yeah, I ain't messing with this. This guy's five hundred pounds, seven foot. So <laughs> he feared for his life. He said he feared for his life, <laughs> and all that. It is funny and all that. And then he did the whole <laughs> thing with the the belts. So that was funny. He <laughs> needs to worry about running the franchise and running his wrestling team and staying off social media. He's arguing on social media too. With he like that a lot. He argues with a lot of rest like wrestling like people. He'll argue with them and all that. Like, <laughs> you have money, you feel entitled. I don't know what it is with him, but they do a good job running the team. I actually met uh, his dad when, like, they first like took over the team. I, I was young; it was like 2010 or something like that. But, yeah, crazy yeah. money, man. Yeah. Well, hopefully, we don't got to worry about none of those AEW belts, AEW. Belts fact, you don't got to worry about the championship belt anyway. So, no, no, no. hopefully, it's coming back to You said if win, we got like. The AFC is crazy. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this before we get off. I think that we get we go to two in the Trevor Lawrence era. We go to two and we win one, but we lose one in the ten years. I know I'm t- I sound crazy, but and if you start going to Super Bowl this <laughs> year, you start going to Super Bowl this year too. I gotta. I That's gotta, the hot take. Yeah, they're not going to Super Bowl. They're not coming out of the AFC. Chiefs. They might not even make it to the AFC Championship game. It might be Jacksonville and. Cincy or Cincy in Miami. Miami. Yeah, Cincy in Miami. But yeah, that's all I got, man. I'm talking shit all Sunday, bro. I'm not saying nothing to Studio because he's gonna start crying, but I don't promise <laughs> you. I'm gonna I'm be on Walker's ass because he's gonna be crying. Like the Titans are gonna win and Walker's gonna be like, we shouldn't have won, we played terrible. <laughs> I don't wanna hear Walker's yeah, a great character, bro. You gotta worry about Walker or Ole Miss because he's gonna he's filling himself after the Mercer win. Seventy three seven, yeah. Like, what are we <laughs> what are we doing? Why are it's we playing Mercer? What Walker is like he's so emotional about so many teams. He has like no no family to do it. He was so mad that TCU lost to Colorado. It was just funny to me. He got a Dion. See, it's the Dion effect though. People don't like Dion. <laughs> he's like this is gonna this is this is more about TSU than. Colorado, but whatever. Wait, no, what? we're, we're, gonna, we're gonna make this about we ain't saying not a word about Dion. He said it's gonna be about Dion, but whatever. You know, I was like, like bro, we're just we're just saying we're just saying Travis Hunter is making good plays. <laughs> like we're like Shadura just threw for four touchdowns. We ain't saying nothing about Dion. We're saying the, the players out here making plays. It's crazy. But none of that, like I said, we, we you're gonna see us a lot more throughout the season, weekly shows. Know, from all the guys are definitely coming, yeah, but um, appreciate overreaction Monday. Oh, yeah, coming up. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna say, yeah, overreaction Monday. Definitely, I'm gonna be on some of those this year. Uh, the schedule's free enough, so 
definitely can't wait for it to, for it to come around. Um, appreciate everybody for tuning in. Appreciate everybody for retweeting, liking, watching the show. Um, like I said, we'll catch you guys next week. And um, have a good one. Peace.